Welcome, everybody, to We Geek Podcast. Today is January 10th. It's episode 125. My name is Adam, joined by my good friend Logan. Hello. What up, man? And this episode might be a little bit short. I have some things that I have to do this evening, and so we might have to be cutting it a little bit short. So it's a little bit shorter than normal, but we'll still, we're still we still going to talk about the games that we played, the movies that we saw, the books that we read, the movies that Adam couldn't see because he lost his movie pass. Oh, and what a nightmare that was to get one, a new one that should arrive in a week or two. Um, but we'll talk about all of that. <laughs> How's your week been, man? I, uh, you know, it's chaos still. Chaos. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I imagine still busy at the well, theater, it's, huh? It's, it's, it's wound down there because everybody's back to work and back to school and all that stuff's over. But, uh, yeah. Everybody stayed home, so now instead of going out to the movies, they're ordering pizza. It's, right. It's, just, it's, it's, it's yeah. one or the other. And, and, I mean, we've had, you know, we had playoffs this weekend. I mean, you know, we had a, we had the, the Panthers game, so it, that was nuts. Right. And, you know, and then we had the national championship game the other night. It's just, I mean, it's just, it's been insane. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I imagine that was crazy. Man, what a finish to that game. Aye, yeah, 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 <laughs> I had no dog in the fight, but man, oh. doesn't matter because UCF is the national champion, <laughs> <laughs> according uh, to Rick Scott. Okay, so we... <laughs> it's according to the official proclamation. Yeah, it's an executive order or proclamation or something. It's bizarre. Oh, it's so bizarre. They, what a it, look! They make a good case, though. I mean, it's like Hawaii from a few years ago when they went undefeated and they didn't yeah. get anything. And they were just like, like, what the hell are you talking about? We went, we won everything. How, how does this make any sense? Exactly. We beat the team who beat the two teams that were in the championship, right? Yeah. Uh, oy vey. But yeah, so that's been fun. Orlando's been having a lot of fun. Everyone's been downtown. Everyone's got their UCF. And I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm a UF fan, but it's my hometown. So of course I'm going to cheer for them when yeah. they're in it like that. So, but yeah, man, it's, it's, yeah. it's been crazy. Yeah. Much, much different party than the Browns fans had. That's for sure. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was, that was magical. And, and, you know, screw every player who was like, these people aren't real fans, blah, blah, blah. Like you're not listening, man. You make it $12 million a year. Of course you're not listening. Right. But, like, right. <laughs> but I just, oh, I, I, the, when I heard that they got, like the last eight grand that they needed to fund it came from Excedrin. Oh that wow! That killed me. That absolutely killed me. I thought, oh, that's just that's, beautiful. That's, that's so much. That's so perfect. But they and and it wasn't just like they showed up going, we hate the Browns. They showed up and and just kind of commiserated and celebrated. And they did like they they brought they turned it into like a makeshift food drive slash charity fundraiser at the same time so it was yeah it was a good thing all the way around and i you know you, yeah you gotta have a sense of humor when your team goes oh and 16 <laughs> exactly you gotta laugh about it you gotta you know be with your community and you know lean on each other and have a few beers and bratwurst and you know just kind of 
you know, take the piss, I guess. Um, and that's it. That's all you can do. <laughs> Hopefully next year they get some people that aren't crazy and fly out to Vegas and, you know, all that stuff with Johnny Manziel or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hopefully they get some good people on their team and management. I mean, I, I don't pay attention that much to it, but they have to be shifting some management around or something, when, right? I, I mean, look, when things go that wrong, those problems come from the top. That's not players. That's very rarely coaching issues. Like that stuff comes from, from right. on high. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's not just been a bad season. It's been like, it's been a bad, you know, <laughs> franchise, basically. Franchise, yes, absolutely. Uh, oh, man, yeah. I, I kid the Browns because I'm a Steelers fan, so I have to. Right, yeah. But just, oh, you know, yeah. like, I, I've, I feel, I, those are, you know, like, it reminds me of Cubs fans, you know. Yeah. They're, they're like, die, that's. That takes a diehard commitment, and I and, and I raise a glass to him for saying, you know what, yeah, but I'm sticking with him. I, yeah. My hat's off to you. It really is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the Cubs, that's the only professional game I've ever been to, so um, it's Wrigley, up in Wrigley Field a few times, so nice. it's, that's been fun, yeah. I wouldn't call myself a Cubs fan, but uh, I had fun watching them play those few times. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's funny though, because outside of that city, everyone trashes the Cubs, but when you go to Chicago, like that is it, you know what I mean? Yeah, Everyone's no, a Cubby fan. Nobody's a White Sox fan. Exactly. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's Cubs everywhere. Like, yep. Uh, yeah. There was a brief moment in the nineties where there were some White Sox fans. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Then that faded. Yep, that faded away. Absolutely, man. Um, but yeah, no, my, dude, my week's just been, I've just, it's just been busy, busy, busy. And I lost my movie pass, you know, stupid me. I thought, okay, well, I'll put my ID and my bank card and my movie pass in my, because I have a phone case that has sleeves where you can put that stuff. And I was like, I don't have to take my wallet because I hate going to the movie theater and putting my wallet in the rest you know, cause I don't like sitting on it there uh, for two hours or whatever. Yeah. And some point in time, by the time I get home and the next day, it was one of those things where I didn't like go anywhere. Like I didn't need to go get food or anything else. So I didn't need to reach out for my cards or my wallet or anything sure, for like yeah. a day. And then I went to look at my wallet and I was like, Oh yeah, I took my stuff out. And for whatever reason, my IDs on my counter, no bank card, no movie pass. Thankfully it wasn't like, stolen where someone went and took money or anything like that for my bank card. So I canceled my bank card, got a new one. Uh, and the movie pass was the, the one complaint mo- about movie pass is it is crazy for customer service. Oh, it's, no it's terrible. Oh, yeah. God, it's awful. I had opened up a chat and it was like, Hey, leave your, your thing on, leave your notifications on. So, you know, when we get back to you and then like an hour later, they, Hey, yeah. how can I help you? And, and then I was like, Hey, this is a problem. They're like, well, well, they'll be sent down in a week or two. And I'm like, all right, well, there goes half a month. But yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So no big deal. No yeah. big deal. It's not as bad as sprint customer service at least used to be. I don't know how good they are anymore, but I know they were like number one for worst customer service for a long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I used to work for him, so I know. <laughs> Ooh, I'm sorry, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, but at least you could call someone there. But true, yeah. that's you know, yeah, movie pass is all chat, and it's and it's not really great chat either. Right, it's like it's like Google. You know, when someone has an issue with their Google stuff, 
who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Yep. There's literally <laughs> no one you can call. <laughs> yeah, but yes. that's that's true. That's very there true. is zero customer service with Google because they don't care about helping you. They just want your data. So anyway, um, we'll get off that subject, I guess. <laughs> but but yeah, man. So I don't know. It's just been – I don't know. I've been having fun playing some games. There's a lot of games that I just didn't finish that I still want to finish. You know, I even picked up uh, Breath of the Wild again, and I've been just plowing through that. I got – that game is just so massive. Sometimes it's daunting where I put it off for months because um, all this other stuff started coming out. And I've just been kind of tackling through that again. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's been fun. Um, oh, where were we? Um, okay. Yep. So um, so let's see here. So, let's yeah, let's get into some movie news and TV and stuff. And then we'll, uh, we'll jump into um, some of the movies and, and stuff that we – we watched and liked and you know it doesn't have to be like a top 10 list or anything but we'll just kind of shout out some of our favorites for the year and talk about them yeah my 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 plan is like i'm looking at the wikipedia page for 2017 in film and i'm just gonna go down it and be like oh yeah that one's fun we'll talk about that for a second there you go yeah (laughs) yeah i think this year you saw more movies than i did and i probably played more games oh you played way more games than i did yeah, so we'll just kind of switch back and forth. Um, yeah, because, I mean, Coke, there's Coco, there's there's Jumanji, there's all these movies I still want to see, um, but I just haven't yet. Um, let's see here. And I was all ready to go, man, too. It was one of those days where I did not eat anything because I was like, nah, I'm going to get a big thing of popcorn, butter, Coke, um, Coca-Cola, that is. Um, and, and, and although I, <laughs> you're right, right. And so when I'm getting ready to go and I'm grabbing my stuff, that's when it all hit me. I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh yeah. But anyway, um, it's going to so be yeah. great when like you find it between the seats in your car in the next day oh, or two. That's what I'm telling you. The, the day it arrives in the mail is when, no, yeah, I went through my car, went through all that, but the, the real disaster of where it would be. Cause like I have a lot of drawers with just junk in them and stuff and, and, I don't know, just a little – and I keep thinking to myself, why would I take my cards and put them in a very odd place? Because I'll find myself like opening up boxes within drawers and I'm like, why would I even put this in here? Why am I searching this? <laughs> it makes no sense. If anything, it would have fell somewhere. And so, yeah, it's just – I don't know. Yeah. But uh, it's gone. Who knows? It might have fell out of my pocket when you know I was moving around my phone. Uh, and that's the other thing, man. I got to – uh, got my screen cracked on my phone. I need to get a new phone, and I'm at the, and I'm at the part where, do I pay, a lot of money to get my screen fixed, um, or just get a brand new phone? Yeah, I heard people at work talking about that the other night with the different phones they have. Talked about how much it costs, and I was like, God, just don't drop your phone. If there's ever an incentive to not drop your phone, it's not to not break oh. it. It's to not have to pay for it. Well, sure. Yeah, no. And the thing is, I have like a really good case that closes and everything else, but it was the, I don't like the magnet in the cases because it screws up the screen. So, but you know, when my phone fell, the case blew open and of course it landed straight on the, uh, on the design, on the the front of it. And I have one of the, I have the lucky iPhone uh, six plus the ones that were bending a little bit um, between the volume uh, keys and essentially what was happening is for like years you could return it and they would replace it because of whatever. But it's been – I think it's been like three or four years now since it's come out. So I don't know if it's still under warranty. Probably going to end up getting a new one. Um, 
but yeah, so that's another thing that I have to <laughs> rag, rag. And I, it just, it's, it's frustrating because I'm going to get it and be like, oh, great, I have a phone again and just spent a shitload of money to have something I had last week. Right. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Like, I, I want some, like, give me, like, a phone with 3D technology or some <laughs> random shit that I don't even know about. But anyway, um, where were we? Sorry, I'm a little off track. Um, let's, uh, yeah, let's, I mean, let's get into some movie news. Um, cause we got a little bit this week. It's been a slow week. I imagine a few weeks after Christmas is just going to be slow for a lot of news. Um, let's see here. We got some Thor Ragnarok Disney release screenplay online for award season. Um, also released screenplay for Coco Beauty and the Beast and Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. So if this is your thing, like I, I know I'm going to check them out, but they're, I mean, they're up there at their free downloads. You know, it's it's just, hey, you know, here's all the press packets for stuff, uh, and here's the script. So nice. Like, okay, cool. Like, that's interesting. Now, okay. the original script? Uh, it'll be, it'll, uh, it'll probably be the shooting draft. Like, it'll be oh. the, the final script. And I don't know, some of them actually, like, every once in a while you'll find scripts officially released online that will have like different versions for for revisions like some of them will be the white pages and some of them will be green pages and you know it's just it's it's interesting yeah, yeah it'd be cool to look at like the last jedi script at, at its different stages that yeah something like that would be would be fantastic yeah just to just to see like the the official revisions anyway because you'll <laughs> You know, you'll never have like what what happened in the pitch versus what made it to the screen. But I, yeah, right. I, would, I would love to see like the the white pages versus the the actual shooting draft. Like that'd be great. Oh yeah, because I saw um, Mark Hamill post on Instagram or Twitter or something like that. Um, he posted a picture with um, uh, Laura Dern, and he was like, "I hope our our and I don't know if he was just joking because it's Mark Hamill because." Yeah. Every part of me is thinking he's joking, but he's like, uh, you know, I hope that our um, that our scene, our deleted scene or whatever, is on the DVD. <laughs> and I was thinking, how could that? It's, yeah, exactly. Possibly, uh, it, it, and I'm thinking he's just trolling fans. I, I think so. I yeah. think a little bit. Because yeah. <laughs> that blew my mind. I'm I'm sitting there like, well, wait a second. Like, you you could see above me the clocks start turning really fast and a bunch <laughs> of equations, and I'm like, how in the world could this happen? Yeah. So I don't know, but uh, yeah, it'd be cool if there was a script where it was like, no, it, we took instead of taking a left, we took a right. Right, and also um, just to see, like, even with the shooting draft, you'd still see the scenes, you'd see the deleted scenes, right? Because they'd right, all exactly. still be in there; they'd have still been shot. Yeah, so that'd be cool. Let me know if uh, the uh, Last Jedi uh, gets thrown out there. Yeah. Definitely... It's a uh, it's it's interesting because it's on the page as part of the the press stuff, but the screenplay is not included. Oh, there's a there's a couple that are like that there's a last Jedi and there's something else. I think it's like cars three. That was another one where the screenplay wasn't included. Did that movie already come out? Yeah. Like it's, it's been out and gone. I mean, Thor, oh, wow. I mean, hell Thor's still in theaters. I know Thor's in theater, but I didn't know cars three already came out. Yeah. It's been out and gone. It's out. Did I think it's out digitally by now? Even might even be oh. on Blu-ray by now. Whoa. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't too bad. Actually. I was, I was impressed. Damn. Well, because two was a, you know, two is one of those that we don't speak of kind of thing. So, yeah, never saw it. Yeah. No, you're better off. Don't don't waste your time. Three, yeah. Go if you can go from one to three, 
and oh, and, okay. and not miss anything. Like two, I don't think offers anything worth anything really. Yeah, I just remember seeing the trailer and him like crashing, and it's like, is this the one or something, um, or something like that? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it was very dramatic. It it is, and it tells it tells a good story. And there's a great like the the way it the way you know because the whole thing is like a redemption arc and everything. This is not a, a spoilery thing, but the neat thing is how they do it. Like I was I was impressed. I liked it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I'll. Yeah, man. Um, I'll definitely check it out at some point, especially if it's digital now. Yeah, should be. Um, cool, cool, cool. Well, it turns out Tim Miller uh, is developing um, uh, a Kitty Pride Shadowcat um, movie for Fox, um, even though, you know, Disney bought him. Um, well, I mean, that doesn't put the brakes on it. You know, Fox just can't wait to see if this goes through. They got to keep rolling. Right, exactly. So they're going to keep rolling, but it does. It, it is interesting because there will be a point, I think, where that kind of stuff stops. I disagree. No, you don't think so? Because uh, Iger came out and talked about, you know, and specifically addressed Deadpool's R rating and, and made kind of a, uh, and made kind of a point of saying there is a, there is a brand and a place for that. Deadpool is, I think the exception to the rule because Deadpool can stand outside of, I mean, even in its, its own continuality, it's, it's its own thing. I mean, look at, look right. at, uh, uh, what's his face in it? Colossus. Completely different from yeah. the uh, X-Men universe that we already know. Um, and they, they, you know, if you think about it, the first Deadpool movie, they literally had one of the um, uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. helicarriers in the movie. They just did <laughs> not call it that. Yeah. Uh, so, like, it, it, to me, Deadpool could totally be out – Deadpool could technically be in the Marvel universe. They just haven't said it. Right. And I mean, here's, but here's the other thing though, like on the broader aspect of like R rated movies, like Disney is now going to have, I think Fox or Fox searchlight or something stays its own thing as kind of their, their way of making R rated films. Right. Like, oh, yeah, 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 you know, for sure. you're never going to see an R rated Disney movie, but I mean, you know, we used oh, to no. have, you know, you would have Touchstone and, and what was right. it? Hollywood Pictures or something that they owned, or the Sphinx logo. And oh my God, it was terrible. But, yeah. you know, they, I, I, they have the means and the, the, the facility. Like, you can't just take, you know, think of Alien. You know, you, you, God, don't do a PG 13 Alien movie. Holy crap. Right, they did, they right. did that with, with AVP and it was terrible. But I'm saying I think that I think that um, that when, because of this merger, yes, Alien, all that stuff is still going to stay Fox. But it wouldn't to me. It would make sense if they just rebooted the X Men, Fantastic Four stuff, and they and they implemented it into the Marvel stuff um, to be like to be. You know what I mean? So like we're I, like I know we're getting a new X Men Phoenix movie. I. I don't. I, I wouldn't put money that we're gonna get another one with the same cast Agreed. after that. Is uh, all I'm saying. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Like the new mutants is coming out, of course, and that, and then the Kitty Pride. That's the one where, and that's what I read in the article. It was like, hey, movies can be in development forever, and you know, it's not in production yet. It's just saying right. this is in development. So, it could totally they just shift it to Disney and be like, well, here's a Kitty Pride movie, you know, and we're gonna get that as part of the Phase Four or whatever. Right. Um, oh God, really? There's a joke there that's completely unintentional no yeah i didn't mean to (laughs) 
but yeah. It's a new, oh my god, could you just imagine, like, that's that's gonna be their first one for the new X-Men, and I swear to god, if they don't throw, like, here's the Kitty Pride movie, beginning a new phase in X-Men films, I would, <laughs> like, like, somebody around the table has to take that, has to jump oh. on that grenade. Somebody oh, yeah. in, in marketing has to say, look, nobody else is gonna say it, so I'll say it. And, you know, exactly. everybody boos and throws balled up paper at him. And then they move on, but there's, yeah. you know, somebody has to say. <laughs> and you know, you know, honestly, for an for an, I completely agree with you. And and for an X Men movie, Kitty Pride could be the perfect like m- main character. You know what I mean? Like how most X Men stories go: you have Jubilee, you have Kitty Pride, you have you know some young person that is who the reader or the viewer kind of sticks behind okay. and in the, in the original X-Men movies, we had rogue. That was kind of our girl. Uh, Kitty pride would make a great one, one for the news. So they could kind of base the, you know, she's being introduced into the X-Men and here's the X-Men. So we could, I could totally see them doing like a solo movie of her, her own, you know, having her powers being freaked out by them. And then maybe at the end, whoever the new professor X is, is like, yo, what's up? Come join us. There's, oh god, there was an idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, they um, oh god, if they do a post-credits Professor X like they did Nick Fury and Iron Man like that. Yeah. I don't know though. I kind of like the symmetry there. Like it's 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 yeah. it's definitely like a cheap repeat of the gimmick. But I don't know. I like. I don't. Yeah. I kind of like that callback. Actually, I, kinda, I dig it. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think that would be great. You know, and I, I, you know, I think for a lot of, I think that we are going to absolutely now start seeing Easter eggs and hints and whatever, because now they can legally do that. Fox isn't going to be suing them. So I think they, they're easily going to be able to drop hints like that. And, you know, we got this, whatever virus over here, whatever they're going to go into is they're going to drop the mutant stuff and they're going to like, you know, they could easily mention Wolverine without mentioning him. Be like, we got this thing over here in the, in the, you know, in the nor- in the north in the northeast in Canada or whatever. Yeah. Uh, r- running around in the woods, feral, blah 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 blah. I don't know. But it's going to be interesting times. That new Mutants movie looks great. I I can't. I'm genuinely excited for that because that trailer was awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, absolutely. That is one of my most anticipated movies this year. Along with, did you see the new Black Panther trailer? I didn't, and I don't plan, and I don't plan to because I I like to stay away okay. from the TV spots because I think once you do the theatrical trailers, that's enough. Like I stayed away from the the Force the not the Force the Last Jedi TV spot where they were like, and it's Luke and the Millennium Falcon. And I'm like, I don't want to see that until the movie. So I right. just like I that's why I stay away from from the TV spots but I've heard it was really it was really cool. Oh yeah. No, it was really good. Absolutely. They I really like this trailer. So once once the movie's out, definitely go back and watch it. Yeah. Uh it featured Kendrick Lamar and his new song for it. He's also producing the album for the film. Yeah. Which is insane. So that's going to be probably the best Marvel album they've, they've had so far. Uh, you know, uh, Guardians to me has been my favorite album out of, out of theirs. So uh, to have a Kendrick Lamar produced album, you know, that's just that's that's awesome. So um, the trailer was fantastic. It got me really hyped. So, um, yeah, I can't wait. Man. I, I really can't wait for the movie. And it's soon, too. It's like next month, right? It's in a month. Yeah, I imagine that's when we'll get the Han Solo trailer. I would imagine so. Yeah. Yeah, because we got to get that, man. Did you see the Lego leaks? No, I didn't. Oh, I don't even know if we should talk about it because the promotional art for this is 
it gives story beats. Uh, it's always toys. It's always toys where they're like, and here's this cool stuff that's going to tie into this movie. And, you know, it would have been like the toys for Empire Strikes Back coming out and being like, and here's Luke with a detachable hand. You right. know, like, uh, well, it's, I, it's the Lego stuff because especially because they're like, here's some ships from the movie and here's the big ships, for, you know, from uh-huh. the movie. Yeah. Here's some scenarios that you can build out in Legos from the movies. And of course, it says names of places, things, what's going on. And you're just like, oh, and you get so excited. There's some, pl- I'll just say this, I'll tease this. There's some planets in there that we've never seen before in the films that's only been the extended universe stuff that I am super excited to see. Excellent. Uh, in the movie, yeah. They showed, um, now the promo art showed the main people, you know. It showed uh, Amelia Clark. Uh, it showed um, uh, Donald Glover. Um, it showed, uh, you know, he, the guys playing Han. <laughs> I was going to say, Chewie. I was like, I want to see you try this name. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm not doing it. Um, Chew is the only one that looks super recognizable. Um, Donald Glover doesn't look like Lando, but I think hopefully it's just the, the, the promo art. Um, just it, I, I love Donald Glover. I'm glad that he's playing Lando, but it might be one of those cases where I just see Donald Glover, if that makes sense. I, I, I can understand that. Yeah, I can totally get that. Yeah. And I don't like the way the kid looks, but you know, I, I, it's a picture. So I'm sure seeing him and acting as the character and portraying him will be something very different. Yeah. No, um, I, I definitely, I, it's, it's like with old eighties action stars. Like yeah. you, you never see a character. You always just see, or you only see one character. You right, know? Schwarzenegger. Yeah, it's you, always going to be the same character. <laughs> exactly. Like it's the same kind of thing. Of eventually, you just you don't notice it's a character. It's just the actor. Yep, Bruce Willis. He is the same person. I'm. I swear, he's the the guy from Die Hard was also in the Fifth Element. Yeah, he just had hair. He is. You he's, know, a little he's the same dude in every film. Um, yeah, he's the same guy. Yeah. So, um, but that was cool. So look at your own. I won't go into more details because some of the things they do show, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Wait, why does that look like that? Yeah. Because that is very different and, oh, I don't like the way that looks. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, that's coming out really soon, too. May so. 25th. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, there was a lot of rumors that Lucasfilms is sending it out to die or whatever, but I don't know. Why? Because I don't know if, I, if that's something they would do. <laughs> I don't think Disney's that stupid. No, 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 no. Uh, well, people are like, well, where's the promotional stuff? And I think it's obvious that all the promotional stuff was behind The Last Jedi and they don't want to eat itself. Right. You know, by, by, by mixing the message like, well, here's the Han Solo movie while people are still – Still talking about the last Jedi. Exactly. I think it, ju- it just left the Dolby Dolby Theater part in our AMC. Still, it's still in the IMAX, still in the whatever. So, oh, it's gonna, um, it's gonna be. It, it may well still be out in some theaters when Solo comes out. Exactly. It, I'm serious, man. We saw my buddy Daniel and I when we were in Sarasota saw the Hunger Games, the first one, in the big theater downtown. I know three, four months. Oh, it yeah. was insane. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I've never seen a movie in a theater that long. It's oh, It yeah. was madness. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll probably see the Han Solo trailer if we went to go see The Last Jedi next at month. Some, at some point, right? <laughs> yeah. 
But no, oh, I, I th- no, I think I, I absolutely think you're right. All the Star yeah. Wars press is on the Last Jedi, and yeah. then that's going to transition out because Black Panther is going to come out and be the next big thing, mm-hmm. and that's going to let them go. Hey, you know, now you know we had the Last Jedi and Infinity War trailer mm-hmm. before that. Now we've got our next Marvel movie, so now we're going to have our next Star Wars trailer. Like I, I totally oh, yeah. see it that way. I think it's, I think it's going to drop during the Super Bowl, and then a few weeks later, we'll see the in the theater with Black Panther. Um, I, I think it's that's got to be how it goes, right? Yeah, I think so. I think that's, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think the premiere will be, will be during the Super Bowl. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Even think about that. It's a good call. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then it'll be all online, and you can go watch it afterwards. Because I mean, when you're watching the Super Bowl, if you're at a party or something, you don't actually hear anything, right? <laughs> yeah um but yeah so that 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 should be cool um all right where were we uh the merlin saga you want to go ahead and take this one yeah i'd never heard of this but it had ridley scott attached to it so now i'm kind of interested um evidently there was there was a series of of books by uh by an author named t.a baron never heard of uh it's called the merlin saga and that's disney's next big thing like their 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 next whatever, uh, Ridley Scott is reportedly attached to it, and uh, interestingly, Philippa Boyens from uh, working on the Lord of the Rings movies is going to be doing the screenplays. Ooh. So that's, that's cool. That's that's an interesting kind of pedigree right there. So now yeah. I'm, I'm I'm curious to to kind of go check them out maybe. Definitely. Um, man, Disney's just whew. I I'm gonna be interested because there was a lot of there was a lot of chat about work. Nobody's really sure how well a Wrinkle in Time is gonna do. Yeah, and I'm and and the more I look at it, the more I'm thinking I'm like I I understand that. Mm-hmm. So that's it's gonna be a fun test balloon because you know this movie wasn't cheap. No, but mm. I'm not seeing any. Uh, I always feel like I'm left out because I don't watch regular TV anymore. Um, when I do, it's I fast forward through commercials. It's a trailer trailers on all the time. So okay, so I never see the trailer. I only see really trailers during YouTube yeah. when I'm putting on YouTube videos, and it's usually like geared towards me. But right. I mean, you would think this would be a part of those things as well—the stuff I see on YouTube. Uh, it's more kid-oriented. Oh, okay, okay. So I can see like this is definitely a Disney kids. It's a it it's it's a it's it's a young adult film instead of a young yeah. adult novel, basically. Um, right, right. So that's, but oh yeah, it's on TV all the time. This is the one with Oprah, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. In a really cool costume too. Like the, yeah, she the, looks dope. the wardrobes in this whole movie look great, but her her costume, makeup, hair, the whole bit, like that's a badass look. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think I think I saw the trailer. It had Zach Galifianakis in it too. Yeah, he. I, be... I think he's one of the villains. Oh really? Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I think now I'm not sure because I cannot get into this book. I have tried to read the Wrinkle in Time Quintet forever, and I just I just can't. I get so bogged down in because they throw the concepts and the terminology at you right up front, mm. and I just I can't wade through it. I can't make sense of it. Gotcha. So I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe if I pushed another twenty pages, it's like oh, and now we're really telling a story that you can relate to. But I just yeah. Uh, it's just tough. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, we got uh, some Vin Diesel news. He's rumored to be starring in the Valent comic, 
film Bloodshot. Yeah, that's, I mean, a little on the nose, but okay. <laughs> I mean, Bloodshot's a little, a little bit more emotive than that. Um, yeah. But, you know, hey, they they cut a bit, you know, I'm, I'm waiting to see when we start getting Valiant stuff, because it was a couple of years ago, they cut that huge deal, and we haven't really seen anything. So. Wasn't there a movie with the guy who played the Green Power Ranger? I don't think JDF did anything yet. No, he did. Um, what the hell did he do? Um, Valiant movie... Um, what's his name? Jason David Frank. Jason, what was it? David Frank. Hmm. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, yeah. he's done like a lot of direct to DVD stuff, and he had like his own little web J- series kind J- of thing. Jason David Frank reveals new Bloodshot image. When was this? Um, this was January fifth, two thousand eighteen. Um, yeah, I could have sworn that he was involved in something like this. Uh, He may well be. I don't know. That's the first I'm hearing of it. I'll send it to you there. Um, yeah, because I remember when, I remember when the Power Rangers movie came out. And, um, oh, wait, no, hold on. He's in, okay, so the movie he's in is called Ninjak vs. the Variant, the Valiant Universe. Okay. Okay. And he's playing Bloodshot in it. But, uh, all right, now I'm just confused. Oh, it's a series. Yeah. Jack vs. the Valiant Universe, and it's a series. A British intelligence agent's martial artist. Yeah. So I guess he's, yeah, he's playing Bloodshot in it. So the the movie's something separate. Yeah. Well, that's not confusing at all. No, they're not pulling a DC with this. Right. Oh, and the artwork looks straight up from. I'm looking at the IMDb for the Ninjak series, yeah. and it looks straight up how like DC does their their artwork. With I am characters. not surprised. Not at yeah. All. Oh man, he just looks like Thrawn, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that looks cool. That's supposed to start this month, isn't it? I don't know. Where? What? Where? What? What, what is it even on? Uh, Damn, man, I don't know. U.S. No, no, I don't know. Doesn't say. Well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> will... Digital, it looks like. Digital. So, so go I, to the website to watch it. I, right. I don't know. Oh no, no, no! It should be. Um. Oh yeah, it's a okay web series. Okay. That yeah, was what, so that is... was what I thought. Like a machinima kind of deal. Ah, uh, so that's what it is. Okay, I didn't yeah. know if it was on like Hulu or something. I th- Who I th- knows? I. Th- they, it's it's something like that where they're like, hey, we have some content kind of thing, like more of a, not like this is included in all of our stuff, but more of just a, hey, we're actually doing things. Take a look at right. this. Take a look at yeah, and hopefully someone picks it up later. They're like, hey, that's not bad. Um, but cool, man, that's awesome. Um, let's see here. Um, you go ahead and take the next one here. Yeah, so, I'm sorry, I totally lost my place there. Um, There is a series, we're back to book adaptations, Uh, it's a series of novels from an author named Nancy Springer. Uh, uh, It's called the Enola Holmes Mysteries. Now, the first name may be a little different, but it's basically, you know, Sherlock and Mycroft Holmes have a younger sister who's also a great detective, because, you know, of course. Um, There's... (laughs) What else could she be? Yeah, right. Um, 
Legendary has partnered with uh, Millie Bobby Brown, uh, who plays Eleven, uh, to star in and produce a series of films based on these books. Oh, she's producing it as well. She's also going to be a producer. How old is she? Um, and is that legal? <laughs> there's, you know, I imagine the technicalities of, of which have all been worked out, but... I, yeah. I, good for her, man. Kick ass. No, Go for no, it, no. But... Congratulations, sir. But she's like, what, 14? 16? I, you know, I don't know. She has to be 16 to be legally <laughs> doing let's, that, right? I, I would I would say let's ask on Twitter, but I'm afraid of what we'd get in response. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that would be a weird thing. How old is Billy <laughs> Just a random question. Like, wait, what? Because uh, half of the people would go, why do you want to know? And the other half of the people would be way too eager to answer. She's okay. So she's 13. She was born 2004 when I graduated high school. So that's cool. <laughs> she's so young. Makes me feel so old. It's you look at people who have accomplished so much and you realize where we are and you're just like, you know, even if your life is really great, you look at these and you go, I feel like I have done nothing with my life. Yeah. Hey, well, just look at the cash me outside girl. She's almost don't, a millionaire. No, don't even, I don't even, no, uh, there's a oh. difference. No, there is a difference between talent and garbage. And the fact that, no, I'm sorry. Dr. Phil and Dr. Oz are proof that Oprah is not qualified to be president because they are her fault. I blame her. They, oh, they are, a, they are a blight on psychology and psychiatry and medicine and, and damn them. But yeah. that's what this that's what this gives us. It gives us the cash me outside girl. Like really yep. she's making bank and people oh, so much money. And people who actually work are, you know, going bankrupt and homeless and can't afford medical bills. But no, let's 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 celebrate a stupid fourteen year old who was on TV because she's a stupid fourteen year old. Yep. Absolutely. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. It's so dumb. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, um, but yeah. So anyway, Millie Bobby Brown, an actual talented thirteen-year-old, uh, no is uh, starring and producing. That's so awesome. So cool. Um, but yeah. So we got. So is she going to be like a thirteen-year-old detective, or is this going to be like Harriet the Spy? I don't know. I imagine it's going to skew a little more Harriet the Spy territory. Like that I, would be cool. It'll be, be yeah, like I definitely see it being more kid friendly. Yeah. Like it's not going to be like Sherlock Holmes, but with sure. his younger sister. It's no. going to be, it's going to be a yeah. younger Sherlock. It's going to be uh, like. Have some whimsical stuff, make it a little bit like Harry Potter, you know, not, not magic, but you know what I right. mean. It, like you a know, fun adventure. Right, like young Indiana Jones kind of yes. deal. Instead of, you know, instead of like, oh no, it's it's very serious, but just, no, don't do that. It's, it's yeah. a kid's thing. And now having never read the book, I don't know, the books may be dark as hell. I don't know. But <laughs> right. I, but I kind of doubt it. Right, right. But I, I don't know, so, but we'll see. Oh, yeah. Um, well, Warner Brothers appoints Walter, uh, Hamanda, Hamada, Hamada. Yeah, I'd go Hamada. (laughs) Hamada, uh, producer of the Conjuring franchise and it to oversee the DC films. I, 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 I'm going to throw my hat in the ring because after the next film comes out and it winds up being a train wreck, I, then I'm just, you know, Hey, I'll do it. You know, nobody else could seem to get it right. Why not take a shot? (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't understand why they canned Jeff Johns. He was probably the only voice of reason. Because um, Jeff is doing eight billion things. Because he's also doing. He's also publishing DC comics. So I mean, yeah. there's that too. Like he's yeah. the the reason that Kevin Feige works so well at Marvel is because that is his job. His That's job true. is to oversee the films, and that is it. That's you true. know, you know, Johns is doing all these other things. He's 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 what is he co-publisher at 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 DC Publi- Comics? Yeah, co-publisher, editor, yeah. writer. He writes, does all, like right. doing all probably, this stuff. He probably draws a book for all we uh, You know, but like, <laughs> but you know, you can't have him do all that and oversee the. No, it's too much. It's just too much. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Let's see here. So yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know I, the, the Conjuring and it like well, here's uh, the here's, cool movies, but right. very dark. <laughs> like, I don't, I well, don't who who yeah. directed the Conjuring? Well, that's true. He's doing Aquaman. Yeah. So there's yeah. I, I, and you know, I mean, we've seen James Wan do other things. You know, yeah. this isn't just you know, but that you know, and I think that might have helped that partnership along of like, Hey, I worked with this guy and look at the movies that he, you know, I mean, the conjuring was huge. Annabelle was, you know, not all that great, but the sequel was fantastic. But, you know, of course it was a colossal hit. So, I mean, you know, why not? Yeah. I mean, DC is turning into the why not lounge. Um, (laughs) Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I, I, uh, we'll see. I guess you know, like, um, it just makes you wonder, like, um, who was the guy who did the uh, DC animation for years and years and years and years? Uh, the, I... the guy, the animated movies. He was in charge for. Um. 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 Oh. <laughs> oh, you had to ask me, didn't you? Because I know. Oh, I hate that I don't know this. It yeah. was. Uh, oh. <laughs> Damn it! I gotta look this up because this is gonna bother me that I don't know this. Yeah. It, 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 move on in the meantime, and I'll come back. I'll right. circle back to. All it. right. So yeah. So like, well, my point was like, why don't they get someone like that in charge? Because those films are amazing. Like, and then they, he just they, he knew what he was doing. He knew the characters. Uh, I I I don't know about when they get other people outside of that realm involved. I don't know how well it can be, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, Bruce um, Tim. Bruce Tim. Bruce Tim. There we yes. go. Yeah, no, I should have known it too, but him, him, and uh, him and Paul Dini. That was the name that yeah. I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah, that. Yep. Yeah. Um, but uh, we got some uh, Game of Thrones news. Um, season eight is going to premiere 2019. Now we heard this before. Like, hey, by the way, don't get too right. You know. Don't don't get your hope ups because it's probably gonna be 2019 and lo and behold it is which I'm perfectly okay with. Hopefully we have a nice healthy year where we'll all survive in, in, <laughs> in 2019. <laughs> I'm telling you what though, just from a fan perspective and seeing the fan base for Game of Thrones, it better be January 2019. Oh yeah, it better no, be it better be New Year's Day premiere 2019. <laughs> Right. They may not come out like, well, it's going to be in May or something. No, 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 January. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Because, yeah, we're not even going to get a freaking um, – we didn't get a uh, – uh, wow, my mind just went blank again. It's, Spin-off, I'm sorry. miniseries. No, Westworld. We, we didn't not... get a West. 
Well, that... we didn't get a Westworld last year, did we? No, but we should be getting it this year, right? We're getting it this year. Well, that's what I mean. Like, we're yeah. going so long between these series that uh, at least we have Westworld this year. Well, because they take such a long time to make. Yeah, you can't. Uh, yeah, you're right. You can't complain. But, oof. Just need more stuff, I guess. Need more good series. Yeah, because, that? my God, there's nothing on TV right now. <laughs> Do you hear that 99% of the channels on my television that I don't turn to? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, did you see that The Miz uh, Miz a television? In, Miz in, in, in and Maurice? Mrs. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh. They deserve it, man. I'm happy for well, them. Well, here's the thing. It's only, what, like six episodes or something? Six or I don't ten. Know. Like, it's a limited... It's 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 more like a um, a documentary that they just broke down into parts. Which are I'm you sure they're not just like? I, I guess you read more about it than I did. I assumed it was just going to be like a, hey, uh, here is this show while we're like you know in the middle of, you know when there's no television yeah. and and if people like it and it gets ratings, they'll just keep it going. I, I think that the first, at least the first season, is like a limited run. And then yeah. they'll go from there. Which, hey, hey look, go for it, man. Yeah. I, I, I just, I just hate reality TV. But... Well, I mean, but this is the Miz. This is where he was born into. Like, this is what he was before he was even a wrestler. Yeah. So, uh, so it's, it it's makes got, sense. It's got to be weird for him to have gone back to that, like with Total Divas and everything, to go back to reality TV. Oh, I bet he's thriving. And I think he even says that in Total Divas. He's like, this is what my bread and butter. I know this. Like, I'm cool with this. Um, uh, and the Miz is such a character. Like, he... To, to me, the guy feels like a real world person, and I I, you know, I am not trying to say it like that. It just hit me. But he 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 feels like a real, I don't know, like he. It's hard to explain. Like he feels like a fan that that became a wrestler, and that was his gimmick. That he was a fan. You know what I mean? Yeah. If if he he just feels more realistic to me than all you know. All, a lot of these other characters, even though if you want to think about it, a lot of them, obviously were fans, but um, he just feels more genuine, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that... I, like I like I dig his character and I like that I knew him before he became a wrestler. I don't know if I've said it on the show before, but I remember watching the real world back in the day. And I remember him specifically um, because he talked about wrestling. I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Here he is on MTV, or they would probably never talk about that kind of stuff. And here he is just fanboying out about how he wants to be a wrestler. And in his head, he created this character named The Miz. And he was on, like, a bunch of road rules versus real world. And I remember seeing all of that, and I remember thinking, like, well, that's funny. Like, that's his, that's his cool little thing, you know, but he, we probably will never do that. That's so f- – that 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 – that ring is so far away from what he's doing right now. And then I remember not watching wrestling for years. And when I came back to it, seeing him, and I think is when he had the championship or whatever. And I was like, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like (laughs) he did it. Like he, he had a dream and somehow after all these years, Cause it was like eight years or something like it was, it was a while. It's a big stretch. Yeah. It was like all these years he's, champion like holy shit like th- that was like a like a oh my god like he he had a dream yeah. and filled it i don't know I, I know a lot of people don't like the miz but i man well there's something about I, him that i really do dig i i like the miz now back then i 
I didn't like him. And I don't mean that as in the like, oh yeah, he was a bad guy. I didn't like him. I just meant like I, there, uh, and, a, and a lot of it was a problem that was a product of the times, you know, because oh. that was when you had Cena and Rock had their big feud and all this other stuff that was going on. And, and his, the, the Miz's whole championship run was part of the nobody cares era, which mm. it, which is not fair to him in a sense but he if if i don't think he was ready for it then either but you know no i agree i Um, think it was too soon if you drop that on him sometime this year that's you yeah i'll 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 put that'll put my butt in a seat hell yeah oh yeah yeah and i think the, the the whole nobody cares he does great with that kind of stuff like look at the intercontinental championship and all that stuff like he's done great with that he he, um, he really did elevate that and the fact that that's what he's still chasing right uh, you know when he came back to monday night raw the other night and he's like and i want that intercontinental title he's not he didn't say oh i lost the intercontinental toast so now i'm gonna move on He's like, no, 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 this is my title, and I want it, now I'm going to have it. And that's that's how you make these things mean something. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, man, So that's, I just thought that was crazy when I saw that. So when I see that he's getting all this work, I'm happy for the guy. Like, he seems like a genuine dude. Yeah, but let's um, be honest, The Marine 6 is going to be a terrible movie. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But you know what? I know you hate reality shows. I'm a sucker for that. I watch every episode of Total Divas. I, I look, think that I, is so great. <laughs> I, look, I, I, will, I, I have no problem copping to, like, I just don't watch it regularly, but I'll see it every once in a while and it's fun it's oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. there is some I, I love the i love the behind the scenes and to me it makes that whole division so much way more interesting because you actually get to see you know yeah. a, a side of them that is probably mostly all made up but still they feel like real like you see the real them and yeah. not these you know characters and you know, the, watching total divas uh, i've been like why isn't Nia Jax just herself? Why do why do they make why do they well she wants to be the you know, I'm not like everyone, like this monster or whatever. And if she was just herself, she's way her and Alexa Bliss's chemistry off the it's, off the set of WWE is just way better than what they're doing it's with her. So it's so good. Like you put the and yeah. they do it at house shows. That's what's crazy. Right. Like they are team rooted house shows all the time. And if right. they put that on TV the way it ought to be, it would it would blow up. It would be right. huge. And you can tell they're sort of they're putting in a little bit, but they have that whole Enzo and that that whole bit is yeah. just kind of ruining it. But uh, but yeah, like they're they're just so much better. The, their whole social media and the whole Total Divas, it just you see it from a different light, and you're just like, wow. Um, and then you realize who actually are the crazy people. Uh, and it's usually the people that have been there the longest. Yeah. Uh, like Carmella seems normal. You know, like Alexa Bliss seems probably to be the most normal out of all of them because she's just some shy, quiet, like, well, you guys can fight. I'm going to be here with a margarita, you know. Yep. Um, the rest just seem to have really big egos. Uh, and Natty's just kind of crazy. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> I... Her whole cat thing in the world. What, what's her name? Uh, Lana. Like, she's nuts. <laughs> Lana is crazy. Oh, man. Well, you know, I mean, what could I say? Happy Rusev Day, I guess. Rusev. And Rusev is, is – he's he's like the normal – what do you call it? He's he's the he's the straight man. He's like, the straight whatever. man, yeah. They're going crazy and he's like, 
what? <laughs> like, oh, stop talking. Like, it's, I don't know. It's really funny. That's, you um, know, and I think that's helped. That's helped him a lot, too, to finally just for sure be himself. Because, look, when you can have him standing out there in the middle of a ring with yeah. with, with anybody and the crowd gets going and they're all chanting Rusev Day, it's just, oh, yeah. you can't ignore that. Man. You oh, cannot yeah. just, you can't just say, oh, that's cute. He grabbed that thing and just ran with it. And he owns that, and God bless him for it, because it's hysterical. Oh, yeah. And when he was saying it on Christmas, I'm like, oh, oh it is his birthday. <laughs> like, it is Rusev. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, no, so it's, yeah, no, it's, yeah, it, characters like Rusev, like, yes, all of these characters, like, John Cena, look at him. Like, I, I, I you can see a completely different side of him in those shows. <laughs> um, yeah, you can. Yeah, no, I, I'll tell you what, you know, a lot of 99% of reality shows, trash to me but you know everyone's it's just like fast food like i know it's garbage but you know sometimes you just want a whopper yeah and so and here's the thing like this is this is an odd behind the scenes of something that like we're interested in like we're not seeing it's not like most reality tv where it's like oh no this is all you get to see about these people you get to see their entire lives but this is what they are all the time this oh, is yeah. it's it's almost this isn't reality tv so much as it's like behind the scenes exactly. and that's it's yeah. different it feels different that way i it, guess it really does cuz you see the injuries and then you see like like there's stuff especially with lana like you see her character and we watched her grow and then what what happened to her in the ring and how she had her few matches and then she didn't have some matches and like you see all the behind the scenes and then you see like uh, there was a recent episode where uh, it like she reveals slips to Carmella like, oh yeah, I did talk to them about me replacing you at the house shows and doing stuff and like you see her reaction to that and like then you realize oh yeah that's kind of how it went for those few months there was a lot more Lana on television and there wasn't Carmella and so like oh that may I don't know it's just the way the way they do it you see that behind the scenes it's so crazy yeah <laughs> yeah. And you even saw what's uh, Alexa Bliss's uh, fiance on there, Murphy or whatever, the guy for NXT. And I guess he's not on NXT right now. So, uh, yeah, Blake and Murphy are not. I forget. Is one of them injured or something or are they just gone? I don't remember. Well, he like they talk about because like you, you can't tell how much of this is scripted or not. But like they straight up say like, well, if you're cut from NXT, what happens? And he's like, well, we either get married or I have to go back to Australia. And she's like, how are we going to plan a wedding in 90 days? Because that's how long he'll have. Uh, and, you know, you it, it's just it was just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, I, I remember that NXT guy because I think he was there when I went and saw NXT last year or whatever. I was like, I remember that uh, or however long it was ago. Yeah, um, I remember that tag team. And then it was just interesting to see him on there. But anyway, we've gone down a rabbit hole. <laughs> It's all my fault. Yeah. I was, <laughs> Go watch it, yeah. I was still one of my favorite lines from the the Usos New Day rap battle. With which ex- one? When Xavier Woods stepped up and talked to Chase, and you turn the universe into believers. But remember, you were absolutely nothing until your wife put you on total divas. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was great. Oh, it's like ouch, Woods. That would have been that would have been line of the night if they hadn't kind of already beaten you to it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so when's the mixed tag match that starts next week? A week from tomorrow. Yeah, it's on Facebook. Oh, okay, it's gonna be on Facebook. That'd be interesting. I, some of the teams are kind of weird. Um, like I, we're gonna have Bailey and Elias, which is a weird team. 
Uh, we're gonna have Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman, which is a, a great one, a, a great but weird team. My favorite one was the one that they revealed on Raw this week. It's mm-hmm. the Miz and his partner Oscar. He seemed genuinely surprised. Yeah, and he was like, like "You really? This is awesome. This is great. You're right. you're fantastic. I'm fantastic. You're undefeated. I'm the Miz. This is so cool." <laughs> He's like, we're going to win. You're yeah. undefeated. You're not going to lose. <laughs> so that was great. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be. And, of course, we've, and then what? Rusev and Lana and mm. and Naomi and uh, and the, and Jay, I hope. I, yeah. I, I still can't tell them apart. I'm sorry. I'm a terrible person. I cannot tell Jimmy and Jay apart. I can't do it. I can sort it now because of the show. Yeah. Yeah, or at least I'm like, hey, he sounds like him. Like he sounds like he's making those same jokes, or the other one's a little bit more serious and laid back. Yeah. Um. But yeah, <laughs> I can sort it. Yeah, but before the show, could could not. They had to wear different colors and like different sides of their face had to be painted. Right. Like ev- oh man, even when they had face paint on different sides, because halfway through the match, that all gets rubbed off, and I'm like, well, sh- oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Like I knew twins growing up, growing up, they lived down the street and one was always a little bit chubbier than the other. And they always switch. One would be fat. One would be skinny. And then they switch. <laughs> and then a few years later, they'd switch or one would have like their hair different. So there was always something different. But no, these guys straight up like haircuts. Everything's the same. Yeah. And they're both, you know, super fit. So it's like you can't really tell, <laughs> you know, unless unless one of them like straight up goes the rock or something. That's the only way you're going to be able to tell. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, but yeah, so anyway, total divas. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's all, and it's all on the networks. It's all on the WWE network. Is it so on the network? It's yeah. At least past seasons. I think they do like a Netflix thing where like it's on E and then after the season's over, it's on the oh. network or something like that. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Cause I know they have like a part two coming out this week or whatever, but, uh, uh, SummerSlam Part Two or something, oh. um, but yeah, yeah, we're like, <laughs> it was great because like Rusev found out that Lana was with women before, and so that like for the whole episode, he's so excited about that, and he's like, tell me, <laughs> tell me stories, you know, <laughs> and she's like, what's no, I'm not doing that, yeah. and so like he they uh, anyway they go to a bar and he tries to get someone to talk to her, and oh. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Um, oh, yeah, because <laughs> he's like, yeah. Oh man, but anyway, anyway, we'll try to get this back on track. Um, all right. Um, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. <laughs> you go ahead and take this because I want to butcher her name. Yeah, uh, Kiernan Shipka, uh, who played what one of one of the daughters, right, in Mad Men. Um, you know the show. Was she? What was? What were the kids' names? Wasn't there like a Sandy or Nancy or something? No way she played. Oh yeah, that is her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which, yeah, which she, one... she she played uh, the the main characters, Don Draper's uh, daughter. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, she's gonna be Sabrina. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. That 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 adds up. <laughs> She definitely looks like she could be Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. Um. All right, and she was good in that show too. Did you? You never watched Mad Men? No, I want it. It's too slow for me. 
It's very slow. It's, I mean, it's, it's, I, I, I you know, nothing against it. You know, everybody's, it's, it's a fantastic show and I'm, and I'm not arguing it. I'm just, I, I need something that picks up a little bit. It's, it's just, it's yeah. just not my style. That's all. I think most people watch it because of the style of the show, because of the, yeah like the times and like, you see all the little things. I remember actually going to my grandparents once and watching it with them and, you know, they just, I remember those cigarettes. I remember this is how it was. Like you, they were smoking it everywhere, and like these booths specifically for you know just all the, all this stuff like that. You would they the attention to detail they had was insane. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, that was an interesting show, and that yeah, that show takes dedication if you're watching if you're trying to binge it now, because uh, you're gonna there's gonna be a lot of parts where you fall asleep. <laughs> um. But the Animaniacs show gets two season uh, commitment. Um for uh for hulu yeah they're gonna they're gonna give get two seasons full of brand new episodes as the man of mania oh it's so good <laughs> that's awesome uh it's just it's all the int- same voice actors i i i i haven't seen i would imagine so yeah i would think uh, so too at least as many of them as they have. i'm pretty sure they're all still around oh yeah um, a lot of disney stuff leaving netflix and going to hulu i saw lost yeah was one of them well i mean so. that's look because cbs is the uh, you know basically abc you know disney owns two-thirds of hulu pretty much now yep and cbs owns the other third cbs yep. has their own streaming service so why are they going to bother they'll just sell and hulu will be disney's new streaming service like that's yeah. that's just it. it's just how it's going to be that's what i'm thinking they'll probably change the name of it because i don't like hulu i've never liked the name of it I, I just but, never got into Hulu because I, I, you know, everything that they were advertising was like, and this is what people are watching now because it's what they like. And it's true, but I just never liked any of it. Like, yeah. Like at all. But now that they, you know, like they started their own programming and stuff, I was like, ah, I don't you know. I'll dig, consider it. You would really dig Runaways. Yeah, that's what, I, that's, that's what I heard. I heard it was really good. It's really good. I've seen like two episodes and I want to finish it. I want to watch that more than I want to watch a lot of other comic book stuff right now. Nice. Um, I just need like, I need a break. I need to take a day off and not <laughs> tell anybody and just disappear and watch some of this stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, the Mayans MC Motorcycle Club, uh, Sons of Anarchy spinoff finally gets picked up by F- FX for a full season. Yes, yeah, was like, three years in the works i mean this is a problem here i was excited about this when it was announced yeah it's too gone too but far. it's it is it's it's way too far past uh i i imagine it'll still be good because uh, mm-hmm. it's still kurt sutter running it writing it uh, he's not right. directing he stepped away from directing mm-hmm. um but you know i just it's it's too late it's just too late yeah no i agree um yeah, but we'll see. FX doing some good stuff. Um, all right, let's get into some video games. There's not really much to talk about at all. We have um, the Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Fighters with a Z. Um, I hate that they did that. Yeah, I do too. Um, <laughs> yeah, just call it Dragon Ball Z Fighters or something. But anyway, um, the beta roster was revealed, which is uh, Nappa, Vegeta, Goku, Piccolo, Curling Cell, Android 18, Frieza, Beerus, Kid Buu, Adult Gohan. Yeah. Yeah, having Beerus in there is interesting because it's kind of like, here's everybody and then here's, you know, the God of Destruction. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, did you see who's all in the, like, actual game? No, I didn't know they had, like, a whole 
do we finally have like a, a complete roster? Yeah, uh, give me just a moment here. Let me go ahead and pull it up. Um, yeah, I hadn't seen that. Like, I, I knew I'd seen a lot of articles like the and here are the top five fighters we want in this game, but I hadn't yes. seen. Oh yeah. So there's going to be. Well, I'll just go down the list here. Android 16, 18 with Android 17. Beerus, Captain Ginyu with the Ginyu Force, Cell, Frieza, Gohan, Teen, and Adult, Goku, Super Saiyan Goku, Super Saiyan Blue, and um, Goku Black, which I won't explain if you haven't seen uh, Dragon Ball Super. I was going to say, I imagine uh, that's something new in Super. Yes. Gotenks, uh, Gotenks, uh, Tinks. You got it, yeah. Yes, so that's uh, Goku and Trunks together. No, uh, go, uh, go ten and Trunks. Go ten and Trunks. That's right. Yeah, uh, there's Hit, who is in um, Super. Okay. Um, Kid Buu, Curlin, Majin Buu, Nappa, Piccolo. Nappa's with Sabaman, Piccolo, Tien with uh, Chaozu. Uh, Trunks, Vegeta, Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan Blue, and Yamcha. Um, and there's going to be, uh, they said so far eight, uh, our eight characters are going to be in the first season, uh, for the, so like if you get the super duper deluxe edition, you'll get eight characters added on, uh, which I imagine will be, I don't know, you know, I'd like to see a uh, Bulma on there, you know, it just for fun. I was um, going to say why. <laughs> It'd be cool. I don't know. Like, mad, suddenly someone gave her a pill that turned her into, like, a powerful, you know, I want, uh, uh, what's his face? Her- Hercule or whatever. Like, I want some random that's, freaking I, yeah, DBC okay, characters in there. That's fair. Like, that I get. You know, like, yeah. him and Videl and, like, and, and, you know. And all they have to do is create a story part element where they pop a pill and suddenly they're powerful Superman, just like they did on Injustice. That's all they gotta do. Yeah, yeah. That would be awesome. That would be so cool. Because um, who else would you do? I mean, there's a lot of other characters, I guess. There's so but, uh, many characters. But but those are the fun ones. I want to see some fun ones like Bulma and stuff like that. I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Like, this yeah. is a franchise you can get away with that with. Like, hey, yeah. we made this really bizarre, you know, like, yeah, we... You, oh. You could put her in, like, a big machine capsule corp, you know, uh, giant, you know, robot thing where she, that's how she's fighting. Um, you know, you could do, uh, King Kai, like you could just, I want to see, I want to see this bizarre universe where, where you get and, and don't change the personality, but just, just, I, I, it just, just a simple character name, Super Saiyan Chi Chi. Tell me that's well, not know, really the most frightening thing if you think about it. Right, right. No, well, you know what? It could happen. Um, because uh, you haven't seen any of Super. Have I have you? seen none of Super. You telling me they do some really bizarre stuff? Well, yeah. I mean, Super opens it up. They're like, "Oh, hey, by the way, this is one of twelve dimensions." What? Okay. Yeah, you're like, oh wait, so that that's how it explains. There's like, you know, you're you're Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan in this. But, um, you know, there might be other Super Saiyans out there. And so that's where kind of intro- the, the introduction of like – because they kind of hit a ceiling with Dragon Ball Z where they're like, well, we're the only two. And so our family is going to be the only ones that are going to be powerful. But it's like the other universes, there's all these crazy – like it's different. So uh, like – and not, a, not to spoil anything but just to tease, there is, there is a female Super Saiyan. Nice, very cool. Yeah, there, you know, and so like, there's a, and, and she almost looks like Brawly, 
but it's a chick and it's awesome and it's it's just totally cool so um yeah man it's 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 great i i love uh the direction they're going with that because it really just the, the stuff that's doing with, with beerus and stuff like that that's where it really opens it up where they're like oh by the way this is i'm in charge of this universe and like beerus's brother or whatever he is is like a fat purple cat so like he's like beerus but like he's a fat cat and he's he's way more of a dick than beerus is even though beerus is a dick so he's basically beerus gut right (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) yeah so it's 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 cool there's so many characters i'm probably forgetting a million of them but like i want to see just you could easily just put in vegeta with the majin symbol on his head which i'm sure is there you know all all those characters that were part of the majin stuff all the androids all the whatever uh you can do android 17 you could even do like even the stuff from gt if you want to um i'm curious how this is going to do because when i played it i couldn't figure out what i was doing yeah, and I play I play fighting games. I'm not like I'm not that stupid when it comes to it. Like I'm pretty good at. I played Injustice the other day with my friend who just got it, destroyed him, and I was like, oh shit, that's right, because I've been playing for months. Yeah, and and I've learned all the moves and everything else. So like I'm kind of competent when it comes to it, but when I when I played that, I just I put the controller down. And I was like, I can't do this. Like yeah. I don't know how they. I can't hit them at all. So I don't know if I was just playing against super deluxe duper people but oh my god it was insane um so that's i'm curious what's gonna come out after this like once people try it if they're gonna be like well i can't do that that's not mortal Kombat. that's not street fighter that's not tekken that's something completely well but i mean here's the thing though how many other fighting game franchises are there that still exist that nobody that that let's be honest there's not a giant king of fighters fan base but it's right. still out there. There's not a huge Guilty Gear fan base, but it's still out there. Like, I mean, these... From what I understand, that's what this is kind of like, the Guilty yeah. Gear series, I think. Yeah, Gu- yeah, Guilty Gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the same people. This is the found in the Arc System Works games and Guilty Gear. So, like, apparently there's games out there like this, but I've never touched. Yeah. Who's touched a Guilty Gear or Arc System game that's not mainstream to me like how Mortal Kombat Street Fighter are. Exactly. Yeah, Guilty Gear, Guilty Gear is one of those that like I've I have tried and I'm sure if I if I sat that cuz it is different. It is it is very different. But yes. if you if you sit down and really sink into it, then it kind of becomes, "Oh, I get it now." Yeah. No, um, that's what I need to do cuz I was just like I'm getting destroyed. And the, the the other problem of the beta was there was no um AI. Yeah, was, I couldn't learn anything. Yeah, yeah, it was all just PvP. Yeah, it was all PvP, and so like, I get in there and I'm like, okay, cool, I got a punch on them, but then Piccolo threw me across the ring and like, <laughs> and it gets like cinematic, where I can't tell if I'm supposed to be punching or like I'm just getting the then the world blows up and I'm like, all right, well, I guess I lost. <laughs> like I don't know how <laughs> I'm supposed to fight against that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think like it gets to a certain point if you get to a certain level while fighting, you can destroy the planet or something. So I don't know what happened, um, but it was fun, it, it, you know. So I, I don't know. It's definitely something I'm picking up, but um, I'm always I don't know. I always say be cautious with fighters dropping you know sixty bucks or yeah. I, bucks. I I learned that lesson the hard way every time a yeah. new Nether Realm Studios game comes out because like but I. You know I love Mortal Kombat and I loved Injustice, but like once I'm done with the story mode, I'm done. I have you know what? 
I, I have to say I agree with you, but Injustice 2, I played for months because <laughs> they, they had the progression stuff. Yes, the multiverse stuff in Injustice 2 yes. was was worth it. That that absolutely. But yeah. you know, most but fighting games are here's your arcade mode and then here's your like local versus mode and here's your online versus mode. Right. And I'm right. just like that's for me doesn't do it cuz I'm I'm not a I'm not an online guy. I'm just not. Yeah. No, me either. I've been thinking of picking up Tekken because it was like 20 bucks on the store the other day. And, you know, it'd be cool to get that because they have the DLC for the Bullet Club and all that other stuff. They have all the, 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 apparently, like a ton of the, um, uh, what is it? The New Japan. New Japan, yeah, New yeah. Japan wrestling, like not just not just Bullet Club, but like a lot of the other uh, people in it. So there was, I was like, yeah, I think there was a a, a Los Ingobernales shirt and everything. Yeah, yeah, uh, the the guy who wears the like the big, the big um, like Ric Flair looking uh, coat or whatever it was, was oh, not um, Okada. I don't know one of one of those guys. Um, no, that's okay. No, that's Okada. Ray, yeah. Okada. Yeah. yeah. He's got that I just whole recognized it. Yeah. Uh, I don't watch New Japan and I probably should, but those names I hear all the time. So, and I see when I see their, you know, but I don't, I don't know. I'm at that phase where I haven't branched out that yet far yet, but, you have, uh, you have got to watch Wrestle Kingdom 12. Yeah. That's what I hear. The match, the matches are amazing. And I, you know, uh, you know, I mean, Okada's match was great, but Jericho Omega was an absolute masterpiece. Yeah, I saw he dressed up as the Destiny character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was sick. It was fantastic. But that, and that, just the match was incredible. I keep forgetting, because I, you know, I, Jericho to me was always like, oh, it's, it's, it's him. I never, I never got the allure of, of Jericho, and I never appreciated just how good he was until fairly recently. And I'm like, oh, wait, that's right. He's actually really freaking good. Oh man, I've always been a fan of Jericho. Yeah. Even with yeah. WCW, and you know, it, it, I, 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 I don't know why, but I, I, you know, I'll go back and watch some of the stuff when he has long hair, and he looks crazy uh, yeah. compared to everyone else that was there. Um, I don't know. I, I've, I've always done Jericho, dug Jericho. Like I just watched a match the other day where, like, I, I don't ever remember this, but like he beat Triple H, went back, and then they the, the referee got pushed, and so they were like, no, 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 we can, we're going to recall it or whatever. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I I dig Jericho. He's he's awesome. Yeah. I, no. I just I, I he just never clicked with me until really not until his run with ever? kevin owens yeah oh really <laughs> yeah it, oh, took, man. it took that long for me but now Jesus. <laughs> yeah but now i can go back and i'm like oh god i sit like now i see it now yeah. i get it and his yeah and hit oh his match with omega was unreal oh, yeah. oh it's so oh, good yeah. it's so when good he, when he came out to the with the rock and it was like one of the first wcw guys to make that big crossover yeah uh, that that's I think where I really became a fan. I was like, oh my god! Like when he's like, e- e- ever like he do, he does. It was just so good again or whatever he does again. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's just so he's so good. Um, but yeah, yeah. I think probably his best run the, in WWE was the last one with Owen. So, um, you know, I hope he has fun going and doing what he's doing with New Japan and and everything else. And you know, when he comes back, I hope he gets one more run. Uh, one more good run, and then he's, you know, I'm sure he'll retire soon. Well, because he's got his cruise coming up, too, this year. That's true. He's got his cruise, he's got his band, and all that other stuff. And great podcast. 
Um, yeah, yeah, his pot, he's always got good guests on, and he his because his perspective is really interesting. So he yeah. always asks kind of different questions, and I right. dig that. I really dig that. Oh yeah. All right, we got um, uh, Gail Simone is going to be writing a solo series about Domino um, to debut April 11th. I think that's awesome. Oh yeah. And I mean, and it's totally because she's going to be in Deadpool too. But I'll take it because I think because oh, yeah. her she's been writing Deadpool for a while too. Oh yeah. Absolutely. We got um, here. You want to take this this week in sexual harassment? Yeah, this week it's James Franco. Um. Uh-huh. And right off the top, I take no joy in this. No schadenfreude here. Um, if it had been any other reason, yes, I'd be I'd, I'd be doing this with bells on, but not for this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, an actress named Violet Paley uh, accused him of uh, basically attempting to force himself on her while they were in a car a handful of years ago. And, uh, and, and then uh, trying to get her to set him up with her 17-year-old friend. Uh, this, of course, was after the whole Instagram deal mm-hmm. where he was trying to pick up a 17-year-old. And that was creepy because that was only four years ago. Oh, wow. Back when he was 35. So he was only more than twice her age. Well, from what I read from those tweets is that she was not 17 and she was in a right. relationship with him. And the girl that he was with that she was with was 17. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, being in a relationship with somebody, no, still means no. Right, 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 right. But, yeah, but yeah, no, she, no, that's true. She was not 17 at the time, but her friend was. But that's right. still creepy as hell. Uh, oh, yeah. And then another actress, uh, Sarah, hang on, we got to make sure I read this right. Uh, Sarah Tyler Kaplan uh apparently was paid a hundred bucks a day to pose to, to, to act in the nude in two movies that, that Franco directed. Mm. And, and she said that the, that he said it wasn't exploitative because she signed a contract that, that somehow made it all better. Like that he, there's... Well, I mean, isn't isn't any nudity in a film you have a contract and you either accept it or you don't? Well, but there's the difference between, you know, the the idea of exploitative doesn't mean whether or not you sign a contract. The idea of exploitative is, did this, you know, did she really have to be naked or was it just because whoever was making the decisions wanted to see a girl naked? Yeah, and... yeah I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know behind the scenes on how they do that. I've always wondered yeah. how films... Because obviously, if you're a bigger actor, you're going to be paid a shitload more money. And if you're a nobody and you're, and they pay you to, I imagine, I don't know. I, I don't know how any of that works. I don't even know how to feel about that well, because and it I mean, sounds like she signed a contract. Well, and here's the thing, though, as as you know, if, uh, if he pressured her or something, I could see that. But well, it's the idea of she was a new actress, so you take, you know, when you're, especially when you're just trying to get into the business, if a job comes your way, you take it. Like right. there's, there's not really an element of choice. Um, and that is it, it. But do you, th- hmm, I'm trying I, to think here because if it was a guy, it would be the same thing. You're not going to get paid that much money if you're some extra in a movie and you're a guy. Right. Would, I mean, I, I'm just trying to, that's true. You probably arguably get paid about 25% more if you were a guy, but you know, <sighs> there's, 
you know, here's the 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 crux of 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 what exploitative means is kind of what this comes down to. And exploitative right. is basically, did she actually need to be naked? Like, was well, it yeah. was it actually like, oh, this is this is because of the scene or whatever right. it was, she, strip club, you know that 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 kind of stuff, right? Or was it just because you know, hey, you know, I'll pay you to be in this movie if you'll be naked. And there right. and there's no purpose to it. That's that's right. where it's exploitative. And the idea that if you sign a contract, it's not exploitative. That doesn't. Those two thoughts don't cross. That one has nothing to do with the other at all. Right. It's right. not about. It's not about whether or not you signed a contract or how much you got paid. It's about you know was this was this trip really necessary? Right. We need to know the context of this. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm sure that more information will come out. I, um, James Franco's always been kind of a creep. I, this is yeah. it sucks that you know I if, if. did you hear uh, about Stanley? No, what happened with Stanley? Ooh, oh, no. buckle, buckle up! Oh, not Stan! Oh no, here we go. Yeah, um, uh, uh, hold on. Um, a rep for a nursing company uh, called to confirm several nurses have complained, and the owner of the company has spoken to Lee directly, but the company stopped working for him around 2016. Apparently, some nurses complained that he was very handsy and groped some of the women, um, which is unacceptable. His lawyer has said um, – uh, this is completely untrue. They're not aware of anyone filing any civil action or reporting any issues to the police. Um, and he believes that uh, there are women now trying to uh, blackmail him to pay him. Um, now, this is from The Sun or something. So I, you know, or The Daily Mail. So take it with uh, a grain of salt. Take this with a, a shaker of salt. A shaker of salt. But of course, everyone's picked it up, you know. But the original source is the Daily Mail, so take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, I'll. You give me second confirmation on this that isn't from like the National Enquirer. Then I, you know, I it just because it's the Daily Mail, you know, right. which is basically the British version of the National Enquirer, pretty much. Exactly, but it's ninety three years old too. So, uh, but <laughs> you know, there's you know. Stan got big in the seventies, and that mindset of. You know, no, apparently this was from 2016. No, but I'm saying like that. You know, when you when you get big in entertainment back then, that uh, mindset kind of stays with you. So I, you know, yeah, it's it's not. It, it, it I'll say this: if if this does turn out to be true, then I, then it's it is disheartening and disappointing, but in a way not entirely surprising. No, absolutely not. I mean, I've worked at a retirement home, and this is pretty common for a lot of. Uh, old people that age um you know it i <laughs> you know uh, uh not to get too personal but i've had an old lady tap me on the on the butt before as well when i served her food uh you know so i i don't know how serious this is um it doesn't seem like there's any proof of anything i guess there's no or i guess there's no um uh, not proof. That's not the right word. There's no links here that give me any sort of real story. I guess if that makes right. sense. Right. There's there's nothing but hey, this is an article in the Daily Mail. Yeah. Right. 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 So I, you know, I take it with a grain of salt. So I, yeah. I, I, I don't know how true that could be. Um, you know, uh, man. No, give me a give me a, a a New York Times or a Washington Post article about it, and yeah. and then I'll believe it. But don't right. don't cite the Daily Mail as a source for anything, you know, except right. what to line a birdcage with. 
basically. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, let's kind of get into our year in review. Um, give me just a moment here. All right. So, um, let's, I mean, let's break it down. Like, like what, let's start with movies. What were, and you don't have to do them in order. What were some of your favorite movies this year? Uh, but I mean, you know, just kind of going backwards cause it's easier that way. Uh, from like chronologically, um, the greatest showman was fantastic. I saw that. I think ah. last week I loved it. Um, it's, it is very much exactly what you think. Like it's not a heavy dramatic piece. It's a, it's, it's a fun family musical. Hey, come out and see a very show business piece. Like mm-hmm. it, it's not, you know, you're not going to delve into the backstory of everybody. It's not the point. Okay. The, the point is to say, you know, PT Barnum founded the circus and we're going to have a lot of musical numbers because it's a production. Mm, okay. Basically. And, and, you yeah. know, it's, if you go into it expecting like a biopic of PT Barnum, you're going to be really disappointed. No, 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 no. That's not what I got from the trailer. Exactly. At all. Yeah. So I got I, like, Oh, Hey, it's a fun movie where, uh, Hugh Jackman sings. Uh, yeah. There you go. That's there. You're all set. Yep. Um, let's, um, what else? God, I just saw something the other, the other day that was really good. Jumanji. Um, I did not. I've not seen Jumanji yet. Um, I heard that's the sleeper of the year. That's I. I want to go see that tomorrow. Um, Because it's it. It does it. it, Everything I've heard and seen and people I've talked to are like, wow, that was really fun. And there's evidently a giant twist towards the end. Uh, Ooh. Or surprise or something. Because I've heard uh, you know so many people like, and I didn't know. And I'm just immediately I'm like, oh my god, my Star Wars ears. Like, yeah, stop it. (laughs) Evidently, you know. So I've heard. I have no idea if that's true or not. Um. No, a shape of water, and they, they, and they find a boy, and his name is Gohan. <laughs> <laughs> shape of Water, man, Ed, I, everyone's loving it. So I good, I, I I really enjoyed it. That was a, that was the thing that I saw. It was fantastic. Awesome. Um, and then just to kind of go down the to kind of go down the list a, a little bit, just the stuff I enjoyed. Um, I liked Split. Split was Split was phenomenal. Split was fantastic. I forgot about that. That yeah. was a really good movie. Go watch Split, people. Um, and then just kind of going down. God, I have to go a long way to find something else that I saw that I liked. Um, I never got around to seeing John Wick Chapter 2. No, that, me either. That one kind of bums me a little bit because I've heard, you know, people are saying it's not better than, than the original, but, you know, there's a shock. Um, yeah. Get Out, of course, was fantastic. Yep. Uh, did did not expect like that was a creepy, tense. It was a thriller from start to finish. Like you felt the tension the entire movie. That's hard and, to do. And yet the Golden Globes thought it was a comedy. I because they don't know what to do with genre films. They yeah, have they no just, idea. They... Like they're like, well, it's a horror movie. Where does it fit? Well, you would right. think it would be drama. Right? right, because that would only make actual sense. But no, it's got to be best film, musical, or comedy. Right, they're like it's yeah. drama, but it's not drama. It's, <laughs> you know, so oh, I, I'm just saying that's that's. I mean, this process. is this is worse than The Martian last year. The Martian was just you know, like it's it's a sci-fi movie, but it's kind of funny. Oh well, that makes it a comedy. Like there's there's maybe? the faintest whisper of a thin line there. There is maybe. They just make a horror genre. I or you know just <laughs> there's so many. <laughs> the the problem is they don't know what to do with science fiction films either, unless it's because The Shape of Water isn't. The Shape of Water is a romance movie. 
Right. It's it's not a sci-fi movie at its heart. The Martian is a sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. You know, Get Out is a horror movie. Like, there's yeah. no question about this. But I just, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, of course, Logan was Logan. amazing. Thor Ragnarok, I absolutely loved. I, it, Thor, Thor Ragnarok was is is definitely one of my top. Like it was probably the most fun movie I've seen all year. Oh yeah, that was the direction they absolutely needed to go in, and I had a blast from top to bottom. In yeah, it. Uh, Kong Skull Island, I really yeah. enjoyed. Baby um, Driver, I thought was really good. I still haven't finished it. Ooh, I'm st- what I'm are you st- doing? I'm still on all kinds of other stuff. Yeah, well, wait, why'd you stop it? What happened? I, t- I got tired. Like, it uh, was it was one of those things of, like, I'll watch this, but it wasn't, like, yeah. it, it, I was just, I severely overestimated my energy level at night. Oh, yeah. Wonder Woman and Last Jedi I loved. I thought they were fantastic. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast was good. Guardians Galaxy 2 came out this year. Yes, it did. God. And you know what? I love the Power Rangers movie. Yes, I really did. Like that's I, on my list. I, I don't care like what anybody else says. I've heard a lot. I, you know that movie gets a lot of crap, but I don't care. Oh, it was it was great. It could have been so much worse. Boy, could it have been! Holy yeah. crap! And the way they looked and everything looked way better in while watching the film than seeing the stills. Yeah, the the stills did not help them. They no, but the, it, and it also really didn't do them justice because it fits within the context of the film. It does, and they always have the chance of fixing that. Hopefully, there's a sequel. I don't know. We'll see. <clears throat> but uh, you know, I mean, they definitely could. But yeah, um, I'm just trying to. I'm just going through, and I'm like, what? What the hell else came out this year? Um, there was Wonder Woman, Daniel Gal Gadot. I'm just like going through, and I'm like, I know there's other things. Did you see Dunkirk? I did not. Me uh, either. I that's that's another that and I Tanya and. Lady Bird and Three Billboards are all like I need to see them in the next like couple of weeks, yeah. just just to round out like the the awards mm-hmm. kind of mentality. Yeah. Um, I talked a little bit about Cars Three. I really enjoyed Cars Three. Yeah. Um, I didn't see The Big Sick either, but I I heard a lot of really good stuff about that. Mm. That was the uh, oh, who is that? Kamel Nanjami, I think who. Who shepherded oh, that okay. one? I think. I hope that's him, because otherwise I'm gonna feel really bad because I confused him with another brown guy. But I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's yeah, it's it's Kumail. There you okay. go. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, I'm gonna feel terrible about this if I got this wrong. But I was pretty sure it was him. Um, of course, Spider-Man: Home, Homecoming. Yes. Was this year was and was tremendous. So good. So so good. Um, and I enjoyed Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. Did not see that. I I liked it. I thought it was a it was a solid little sci-fi film. Uh, I need I said, to see it now because the other someone else told me like, uh, do not see that. And so I was like, okay. But if you're saying it's good, I'll definitely watch I, it. You know, I understand why people didn't like it. I do, and I totally see it. But on the other hand, I'm like, it's it's a fairly straightforward narrative, which helps. Um, and you get to see a little bit of the mythology around everything, but it doesn't like beat you over the head with it. Right, and I always think there's a difference between like recommending someone spend seventeen ninety five to see a movie, and someone spending a dollar at a red box. It's right, like exactly that's like, nothing, and that's fine, and it's like it's a, it's a movie that's not going to, if it's not going to like upset me, then I'm I'm perfectly fine spending a dollar. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's it's absolutely <laughs> worth a red box rental. Uh, right, right, uh, right. 
Of course, Logan Lucky. I love the hell out of that movie. I need to see that. It's so good. It's absolutely Ocean 7-Eleven. It's fantastic. <laughs> I think it's great. I really enjoyed it. I really did. Yeah. Uh, just trying to see what else. Of course, It. You know, we can't yep. talk. We cannot talk about this year without talking about It. Yeah. Uh, it, not just because of, of the box office numbers it did, but because it was good. Yeah. It was damn good. In a year where we got two Stephen King movies and one was a colossal disappointment to a lot of people and the other was a, was just nobody saw how big this thing was going to be. What was the other one? The Dark Tower. Oh yeah, that's right. I never saw that. And I don't give a damn what anybody says. I liked it. I need to watch it. It's on digital yet? Or? I, oh yeah, it's been out for a while. Oh okay, yeah, I'll do. Yeah, I liked it. That's another one I would say Redbox. Now, I, I caution if you were a huge fan of the books, don't. Well, Do no, no. not. The, the book was okay. I'll, I'll run it on Amazon or something. It's because it's nothing like the Gunslinger. It's yeah. it it has very like they are two wildly different things. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm but okay I, with that. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I thought it was fun. Um, and it's you know it's another one that I would say Redbox. You know, it's yeah, it's yeah. it's worth the dollar and the time. Yeah. Um, we had to we had the Kingsman in the Golden Circle. I got to see that, yeah. Uh, good. So, oh, I loved it. Um, I kind of liked American Made. It, it it was a little slow for my taste. That's the Tom Cruise movie? Yeah. Okay. The one that wasn't The Mummy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what I watched? I watched that Scientology documentary. Oh, the one that, uh, Going Clear? Going Clear. And then I watched the A&E show. Oh, the, the Leah Remini show? Yes. Oh, I fell down a rabbit hole because that just... It's its fascinating, isn't it? That these people are just absolutely insane. Fascinating and scary and... Yeah. It, oh, it makes you look at religion and everything else. It, just it so... makes you... It, it, puts thing, it, it puts things like the Branch Davidian in perspective where yes. you start to understand cults a lot yes. more and it and it kind of terrifies you a bit. oh it was terrifying the way that yeah they treated their families and everything else and it, she was so dead set she's like well, i just believed that that was the thing that was gonna you know yeah uh save the world and like oh and then she realized she couldn't speak to certain people and like well well how's barb doing you don't ask about their wife like she's like wait a second she's a human being <laughs> like why isn't she here you can't ask that but she's a human being and the, like that was when she realized like oh shit i'm involved in something really bad yeah yeah, yeah it's 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 wacky yeah it's <laughs> that's, oh yes wacky is that's like, that's woo. for sure um i started I, joking with my friends i was i sent them a link and i was like i think there's something to this like, what? There you go. That's how you, that's how you scare the hell out of your family. So I, I you know, this guy Elron Hubbard had some pretty neat ideas. <laughs> oh, I hate his rubbery lips. Like, oh my god, that guy's such a weird dude. Oh, it's, it's, oh man. Oh uh, man, but 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 when I saw um yeah, yeah, so like well, yeah, what it's just oh, that's so fascinating because I, you know, I was telling my friend, I was like, well, you know, we can go get our e-readers and you know, get checked out, and see how many whatever we have, and like I started explaining what they believe in. And he's like, you're just making this up. Yeah. <laughs> like no, Zenu is the supreme leader, and <laughs> they're like, what the fuck? It's nuts. But anyway, sorry, I mean derail. But, uh, so on this last episode of We Geek Podcast, because they're going to be coming for us now. Uh, <laughs> 
That's what I don't understand. Like, I, I okay, real fast, side, 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 side note. Um, I forgot. Oh, where did I hear this? It was a podcast where someone was talking about working with Tom Cruise. Um, and they were going to write something or do something. I'll, next podcast, remind me. I'll, I'll go. I'll do some research and find out. Try to remember who I was talking about. But they were doing something with Tom Cruise. They were writing a movie or they were doing something. And um, they showed up late to this thing where they were going to pitch something to Tom Cruise. Um, and they said Tom Cruise grabbed them, said, hey, come with me, walked him into a room. Uh, sat there for about 15 minutes and lectured him about being prompt and being on time and all of this other stuff and how the the world is how the world works blah 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 and the very end he just like he go he goes I'm gonna like I'm gonna I'm gonna snap my fingers and we're gonna get and we're gonna get this done he snaps his finger and he said he put a big smile on his face and was like are you ready to make a movie and he walked back up with them or whatever and I was just like it explains how crazy he is well and <laughs> yeah and here's the other thing though so many people who work with him come away talking about like he's just a consummate professional well, that's what it was and that's all what this, it was. and that's the idea of like he is so precise but in but everything that's what scientology is though it's yeah it's to become perfect and to and to get rid of all of this stuff and so like that's where i saw the similarities i was like it makes sense why he's such a perfectionist and everything he does everything has to be right he has to be the guy who does the stunt work he has to make sure that every scene is is correct and you know what that's great in a lot of aspects of life that there's a part where it goes too far yeah <laughs> and so i i thought that was fascinating he was like and he wasn't turned off he was like no that was legitimately my fault i was late and i got lectured about it it was surprising but at the same time he couldn't get over how charming he was yeah that's where people like to you know who get it you. was <laughs> oh my god you know who it was i'm thinking of um oh oh russell brand that's who it was really Russell Brand, they did a movie together. Russell they, Brand was only 15 minutes late? <laughs> Whatever, I think that's... I'm trying to think. I, I believe it was Russell Brand. That's like five hours Russell. early for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like he dragged him away and was like, you got I could be remembering it wrong, but or remembering my interviews wrong, but I, remember, I think it was Russell Brand when they did that rock and roll movie or whatever. Oh, Rock of Ages. Uh, yes. I, I was going to say, I was like, what the hell movie did Russell Brand and Tom Cruise do? <laughs> And he, 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 he was like, and then one day he showed up to the set and, and Tom Cruise was like, guess what? We have a monkey in the movie now and you're going to be in a scene with him. And <laughs> <laughs> apparently there's a monkey in the movie. Okay. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> so uh, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> but, uh, we also had Blade Runner 2049 and I don't know how to feel about it. Like, I've a lot of people say they're afraid to say they did not like it or I'm that it was over. I'm not afraid to say I did. It was way overhyped. I have no problem. I didn't see it. I, I, I didn't see it. You know, I just don't know. Like, I loved parts of it and I love the idea of it. But by the end of it, I, I just and I don't mean I don't mean at the ending. I mean, like, by the time I'm done watching it, I was like, I I'm just is, not sure I needed that. Is it style over substance? Uh, ye yes, but it looks I'm, like it's dripping with style. It's 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 got style out the wazoo, but I right. I just I I'm just not sure. But also, you got to remember, I'm not a massive Blade Runner fan. I still got to uh, see the first one. I'm, I'm not. Oh, okay. You take the crown. I don't remember there. anything from the first one. That's fair. But it's I you know it's it's not as high concept as the first one. The first one is very 
it very into itself by its own nature, right. which is fine. Uh, you know, you do you. The second one is not so much. Yeah. Um, it tries to be, and I think that's where I found my problem was like it's, it is trying so hard to be like the original in that respect, mm-hmm. that it just does it that it 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 doesn't hit it. Yeah. I think that was where I had my big problem with it. Apparently, he's got an idea for a third one, but I don't know if. Uh, I'm not sure. I know uh, how this one ends, so don't say anything. There's I don't know if Harrison Ford kicks the bucket or not, but I don't know if he would be down for another one. I figured this was his last one, but don't tell me. So there's don't. There's interesting. You know, I mean, they they could do anything with the third one because they could do anything with the second one, and I mean, oh, they they went. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's. <laughs> you know, if you didn't see the first one, I don't know how much you're gonna miss if you just jump right into the second one. And I think that oh. also is kind of a problem. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. like you're definitely going to miss some stuff because he's in it and there are connections and callbacks and whatnot. But, you know, outside of of, of him and mm. another, like, character or two, not a lot of, you know, and a, and a, I, I just, I don't know if there's enough of a connection where, like, you have to, at least in... In, uh-huh. in a narrative aspect. Now, I don't know about, like, a philosophy or a theme aspect, but uh-huh. in a narrative aspect, you don't really have to have watched the first one. Okay. Which okay. is kind of, again, I think that's well, another part of the problem with it. Okay. Is there any other movies you want to talk about before we get into games? Uh, yeah, real quick, because I was so surprised at how much I enjoyed Happy Death Day. I I really freaking love that movie. Happy Death Day. What's yeah, that? it was. It's it's basically a horror version of Groundhog Day. And when mm. you say that, it sounds stupid. And oh now, yeah, yeah, I remember you talking about this. Yeah, That's right. Because I was like, oh, this is just like I. It was totally a movie pass thing because I was like, I'm just gonna watch everything. And I went in there expecting very little. I thought I I don't know. I may actually walk out of this because it seems kind of stupid. By the end of it, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie that to me was one that completely came out of left field i was like oh my god this was actually really good oh yeah uh yeah, i gotta see that yeah i saw marshall the other day and it was phenomenal oh okay it's so weird having chadwick boseman and uh and josh gad discussing a potential rape case because i'm like oh there's black panther and olaf practicing law it's so weird <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I mean, you know, we've—I'm pretty sure we talked about everything else. Thor Ragnarok, of course. I mean, come on. Uh, and then Star Wars, and I'm pretty sure it's it. Well, I mean, you know, Justice League, but I think we said enough about Justice League to oh, last yeah. a while. Yeah. But I mean, I think that's pretty much everything. Um, the Disaster Artist was really good, and I hate saying that now. Ah. But you know, I mean, you know, you can't yeah. argue when a good movie is a good movie. But uh, go see the Greatest Showman instead. Like it's it's yeah. fun. It's happy. It's it's a it's a good time. Yeah. So, but I you yeah. know I think that pretty much covers it for for movies. Once, once I get my movie pass back. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let's get into some games here. Um, some runners up to the ones that I thought were great. Uh, were um, have you ever played Shovel Knight? Yes. Shovel Knight is so good. They released like a um. Uh, expansion or you can play it by itself called Spectre of Tor- Torment um, and it was so good 
It was so good. It was so much fun. More games like this. I want to see more and more Shovel Knight. And there's so many games on the Switch this year that that have come out prior that now have come out again. And this was one of them. But it was like the deluxe edition. I think it was like 25 bucks or something. wasn't that bad. But it was all of Shovel Knight and like three expansions. And, and Spectre of Torment was one of them. And it was so good. Nice. So much fun. Um, a runner-up for me was Horizon Zero Dawn. Did you play this at all this year? I, I've played a chunk of it. I still have it, and I want to finish playing it. Um, I, I loved what I played so far. It was fun. The action was cool. The, I, I liked seeing the robotic dinosaurs. That was different. Um, but it just felt like a big open-world game to me. Uh, and That's fair. Oh, there's only a, like one other open-world game on this list, um, and, and it just the other one beat it to me just so much more um i I didn't get back to uh horizon zero dawn i don't know if i will um but i I mean i guess i will because it's diva digital and i'm sure i'll be bored one day and be like "Eh, i'm gonna pick this up again (laughs) but it's just there's nothing drawing me back like there is a lot of these other games um and that's the thing like you know me i have add like in real life adhd i i can't pay attention to stuff i will play a game for a few hours and immediately be like i need to do something else and usually that is do something play enough something else watch something else whatever um but i i i can't stay focused on it for that long unless it really hooks me um and something that really did hook me was mario odyssey Nice. Because I played it through in uh, maybe a few weeks. I just beat all – I got all of the um, – beat the game. Now I'm trying to get all of the moons, all of the different worlds, all of – like it just – it feels great. That's probably the most polished game I played this year um, with the moons and all the different – all the different outfits you can get and the hats and everything else and all the little mechanics in the world. And then when you – and then the game really starts to open up when you beat it. And you go to a few other lands and you um, and then a lot of the other puzzles in the game that you played before are different or harder. And there's uh, there's other ways to get it. So I don't know. It's it's a really funny game. If you have a switch, you need to get it. Nice. And one game that really surprised me was Steam World Dig. OK, two. Um, uh, have you ever played the first one? No, I haven't. And this did, like, on the Switch, it, I don't know how much it sold on Steam, but there was, like, an article saying, like, oh, by the way, this is how much it sold on, uh, yeah, yeah, so uh, Steam World Dig 2 sold 10 times more than it, on Switch than it did Steam and PlayStation combined. Wow. Uh, and that just tells you how people on the Switch are just clamoring for these kind of games. Um but uh, it's basically – it's like a Castlevania game um, and you're digging and it has that like um, – but it's it's not it's not generated. You know what I mean? It is very much like someone sat down and programmed these lev- – how far down you go and what you run into and uh, you know what I mean? Like it's not just randomly generated. Right. I got you. Yeah. So you're digging down and you only have a certain amount of life and you need to make sure that you get – a torch and then when you get to the torch and then it opens up again and then you might have 20 minutes until you need to find another torch and in the meantime you are collecting things bringing it back up to the top and it's a really fun it's one of those games where you don't have to think about it like you get off work and you're like well i could play something but i don't want to play like a giant rpg it's like you know you could play um uh what's the car game with the soccer ball rocket league 
Rocket League. You're just like, I just want to play something just to turn my brain off and have a little bit of fun. That's exactly what this is. Um, it's, it's, yeah. So that, that, that I loved it. I loved that. Um, by the way, Rocket League on the Switch is amazing. Good. It better be. Absolutely. <laughs> so much fun. And I love that it was like, you're choosing cars and it was like, you could be Mario. I'm like, Whoa! and then when you jump, it makes the Mario jump noise. Does it bo- boing? Yep. Ah. It goes boing. It has the stars that come out the back. <laughs> Mario hat on. And depending on what side you're on, you're Mario or Luigi. It's, it is perfect. That's cool. That's it is fantastic. Cool. And it's like 15 bucks on the switch. If you own a switch, get rocket league. Um, anyway, Wolfenstein new Colossus. It is a lot more of the last game. Um, the uh, uh, love killing Nazis, and that was the best part about the game. I loved that the game went places that were so crazy story-wise, um, absolutely bonkers. It went to the point where Giant Bomb, in their game of the year, they had a uh, a category for best Wolfenstein moment. <laughs> So they picked like a top ten or something like that, nice. or top three Wolfenstein moments. So, uh, yeah, because there's it, go, it it makes you do crazy things in the game. Um, the gameplay it's a little it's it it it's not the best first person shooter, uh, definitely not the best first person shooter I played this year. Um, but it 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 was really cool. And if you're in the mood to kill Nazis, that is the game to play. Um, Mario Rabbits was such a surprise, um, for me because I didn't I've never really played those XCOM type games. But I thought, oh, a strategy Mario game, that could be fun. And it absolutely is. And all the different guns that you can get um, and level up the guns. And, and you know, Mar- it, Luigi, when you unlock him, he's a sniper, the best sniper in the game. He's crazy. He's cold-blooded. Um, <laughs> and the the rabbit versions of, like, uh, Peach and Luigi and stuff are just bonkers, too. So that game is a ton of fun. If you have a Switch, you need to own that. Um, Persona 5 one of the best RPGs I've ever played. Um, I'm actually picked that back up in the last week. I have finally beat the first castle because I, I feel like such an idiot for some reason. When I started this game, I thought, well, I want to get all of the, I want to platinum this game and do that <laughs> do it in hard mode. And so I now know why I stopped playing persona so long ago. Yeah. Cause I'm sitting here beating my head to a wall for an hour. And I'm like, wait a second. I can't get past this spot. I'm in a I'm in a dungeon and you can't save in dungeons. So you always restart to the last place. There, there's safe there's safe areas you can save. So I always re-go back to the safe area and I'm like, wait a second, there's a I can change the and I changed it down to just normal. Beat the first castle. I got so much further and uh, it really opened up and I'm I'm absolutely loving it. And uh, one of the best games I played this year. Nice. Divinity Original Sin 2 on the PC is phenomenal. It is... Go ahead. I was going to say, I was like, I was wondering when we were going to get to this. I love this game. I want to get back to it. I put about 40 hours into it, and there's probably another 40 more. It is so bonkers. It is so, at the same time, old school PC, um, like Baldur's Gate type of stuff. Uh, Like, you can... and, And every character has their own story, and their... Every, that's the thing about this is you can tell the creators spent so many hours plotting out every character's detail, every character's plot, because you can play as any of them. Um, and you can, or, and if you don't play as them, you, you get them as your, uh, your partners. And, you know, you have the red dragon character who is a prince. Um, and he's like one of a kind and he's a prince of his people, but he's, he's been shunned and like, 
there's a cat that follows you around at the beginning of the game and like there's just all this weird and you try to save the cat and like there's oh man I, I there's so much to to go into with this we probably need another uh, segment of a show by itself <laughs> because i loved that there were just mechanics in this game that did not make sense in any other game but when you do it it just it's like of course it would react that way of you know when when you if you play as an undead person in the game uh, you don't heal by taking healing potion because that hurts you. Right. You you actually you want to drink up poison in the game, and so if someone hits you with poison something, your character's like, oh, this is great, I'm healing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, tricks on you. And because you're a skeleton, you can unlock things in the game, and you don't have to have a thievery type skill uh, because your finger does it. And it's just there's so many. So, and one of the best aspects of it is there is a dungeon master mode. It is a completely separate part of the game where a dungeon master can basically he has a map he creates a world you can just you know do the generic one or whatever and you create your own story and you put different things on the map uh for the people who play the game and then so you're the dungeon master and then let's say you get four other friends you're all on the same discord server they go into the game and they have to roll dice and you are playing Dungeons and Dragons. And instead of it being your own imagination, there's actual things in the game that you as the dungeon master created your own story for them to run across. So if they decide to open that door, do you have something behind it to kill them? Or did you trick them and there's actually good stuff in there? Um, that's so awesome. That doesn't exist in any other game right now. Nice. They really are doing things that other game companies just – they're not doing. And I would love those kind of dungeon master modes. Speaking of which, Player Unknown's Battleground is probably my favorite game this year. Uh, if I could pick a game of the year – Far and away, I've had the most fun playing Player Unknown's Battleground, which most people probably think I'm crazy. Um, but it is, and, and, and I'll get to why uh, Divinity Original Sin ties into that in just a second. But Player Unknown's, when I first saw it, I thought it looked like trash. I was like, this looks like shit when I saw people <laughs> play it. I was like, that looks like an old PlayStation 3 game. And so, what it is, it's a mod of Armada, our, yeah, Arma. Um, Arma is a precision shooter game so call of duty is more like an arcade kind of shooter like you die you're back in you're shooting and you die and you're back in and you're shooting and it's kind of what everyone now knows as like regular first person shooters like halo um where arma arma uh is a precision shooter there is bullet drop the attachments really drastically changed the way the gun works in a realistic way um and when you shoot, it's not just a hitbox. Like, it just – it hits you. You can hear the way the bullet comes at you if you're wearing headphones. The way the blood splatters, it splatters in the right direction. Um, you have to take all of that into consideration. So um, so Player Unknowns, it's, it was a mod of Armada. That's how it started. It was a mod of Armada uh, – of Arma. Um, and they created – and then what they did is they uh, they took – um, things that uh, well, I forget the other game that they that they branched off of um, that was like a survival game and they took out the elements where you had to craft things which was the boring part of the game and they basically said well let's have a big map we will drop a hundred people into it and it will be a battle royale mode 
and so it will be you versus everyone else. Or it will be you and a teammate versus everyone else in a team in a duo type system or a squad system where there's 25 teams of four people, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that, and, and, and you, uh, even, even with knowing all of that, when I saw it, I was like, that looks like trash. I, I, I'm terrible at first person shooters. I'd never get into anything like that. That does not look like my kind of game. I will die immediately. And oh my God, (laughs) it's fucking addicting as hell. (laughs) It is so addicting. It is the, the highs in that game are higher than any high that I've had playing a video game or a lot of other things. Um, it is because when, you know, time after time you're getting killed at, you know, when you first start, you're getting killed, you know, you don't know where to fly in. You're getting killed almost immediately. Oh, and the other thing is, is that the, 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 the map there's, there's a, the, every few minutes, this circle gets closer and closer to a certain spot on the map. And so you have to kind of gradually make your way towards that spot. Sometimes you're lucky and you land right there and you don't really have to move that much. And you just kind of, so, so you land on the Island, you grab everything you can and you get, you, you want to get your scopes. The beginning of it, you want to, you want a shotgun because if you're running, you're, you're, you're going through the house, you want something for close encounters. Towards the end of it, if you're one, of, if you're in a top ten scenario, you need a scope. You need a. They have a two time scope, four time scope, eight time scope. You need a good scope. Um, you know stuff like that. And so it, it got so addicting because I was dying at you know forty three, then I was dying at like twenty four. And then I was constantly getting in a top 10 scenario. And then I finally got the chinner, the chicken dinner. And it is what I imagine people who play Dark Soul feel when they beat those games. <laughs> it is just so rewarding when you beat out a hundred other people. And it doesn't matter. And you can do it by sitting in a tub. <laughs> you can, you know, and somehow lucking your way into it. And that's the thing is anyone can win this game. You anyone literally can win this game because you could be one of the last people, but that other guy got he has no health. He just got in a, a fight. He has nothing on him, and you shoot him and kill him, and you could be the winner of the game. So like that's what's intriguing about it is anyone can do it. Um, and I was so addicted to it, and I played it with a bunch of friends, and I've 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 gotten people they bought PCs because of it. And this thing is not just me. Like you. You look at the numbers. It has outbeat Dota. You know what I mean? For yeah. consecutive people playing it. Uh, it has 30, 30-something million people bought it this year. And it and it just came out on, technically, the 1.0 came out at the very end of December. Yeah. Uh, it's out on Xbox right now. Uh, here it's not running too good, even though they just, they just had a patch done to it. But if you own an Xbox, you need to buy this game and try it just, just to try it. Um, and if you have a PC, this is a no brainer. This thing in the, the next few years, you're going to see a dozen spinoff games. And the reason why I was talking about divinity original sin, cause I would love if they did this mode, but there was a game master and everyone actually had to survive. And there was a, a countdown timer. There was a 20 minute timer. And the trick is for everyone to survive. But there is a game master in there, and he is controlling the weather. He is con- he's putting zombies on the map, and he and but your goal is to help everyone survive. So imagine that a hundred people on a map, but the goal is to make it out alive. Interesting. But there's one person, you know, speaking over the 
the speaker phones or whatever in the game, like on the island, and you hear them on the island, like, you know, uh, and it's and it says like, you know, part two opening up or whatever, like it, uh, it straight up battle royale or like Hunger Games. Um, that's the future. That's what's going to come from these games. Um, and I think that would be really cool. Um, some, some other games that I played this year real fast, um, uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, probably my number two game. That game I just absolutely loved. I loved it. And I've talked about before, anywhere you go in the game, you can look into the distance and you see something and it's there and you put it on your map and then you make your way to that. When you get there and you look into the distance, there's something else there. Everywhere you go in the game, there is something to find, something to see, and it makes you explore and it makes you create your own map. So in a way, instead of Ubisoft dropping a million things on your map, you're creating your own map. You feel like an explorer. That's I don't know if that's been done in, a, in an RPG before, but it's felt so good to play that. Nice. Um, yeah, it, it's been really fun uh, playing that. Um, Sonic Mania, so much fun. If you've played the first few Sonic games and that's your Sonic, go buy this game. Excellent. Um, yeah, and I don't know if there's anything else. What have you played this year? I Not much, you know, from this year at least. Um mm-hmm. Uh, WWE 2K18, you know, which, you know, for me, it's just, I play for me. I don't have a, right. you know, I don't do online. I don't do any of that. It's just something to throw on and say, oh, I want to have fun and screw around and do whatever. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, Destiny 2 was this year. Um, okay. Which was, yeah, which kind of lets you know of like, oh, yeah, right. you haven't really played a whole lot. Right. Uh, yeah. 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 No, I'm, you know what? I'll say this about Destiny. I had a lot of fun playing it, and I beat the raid. I I, I absolutely loved it, but that's where that game ends. Yeah. And I, I've had no desire to go back. And no. for what it was, I had fun. But I, I think it just it was this reality of, oh, this is not an, like an ongoing game. They don't actually want it to be that. Maybe they do, but the way that the decisions they make did not. It, it, yeah, it doesn't back that up at all. Yeah, it doesn't it, back that up at all. No. It, it uh, yeah, so I feel like I've wasted my money getting the whatever edition with the two expansions because the first expansion was an hour long. Yeah, it was. It was not. Yeah, a lot. Of, it pissed off a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. So you know, um, so I haven't gone back to that. But that's been that's been. You know, this was kind of fighting game syndrome for me. Of like, I played the story, I love the story, and now I'm just done with it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> same yeah. thing. Um, same thing with Battlefront too. I enjoyed yeah. this. I actually liked the story. Um, and they had the, I think it was a DLC pack that came out. I haven't finished it. I like the story because it tells, it tells her whole story from where you first meet her to, to wherever it is she winds uh, up. I it's, just, when I was playing Luke and I was killing all of these things it, jumping at me and I'm yeah, like, it's yeah, going on forever. That's hard. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's a slog that shouldn't have been through there. But yeah. I mean, you know, that's definitely the low point of, of the, of the campaign. So if you, get, okay, if so you, it gets better. If okay. you get through that, it does get better. Um, there is a segment with Han that is kind of disappointing. Yeah, it's it's a little more explore than well, action. I hear, he's, I hear he's got his beard. And he does. That's it, cool because that was in the book. The look is great. I love the character model. Yeah, it's fantastic because he looks 
you know, he's, he's, you know, however many a handful years older, and he does have, like, the full beard and everything. It's a good okay. look for him. It's well, a- in that time frame, he was it, – it was, it was sort of around the time where him and Chewie went off to go save Kashyyyk yeah. because they, could, they, they weren't legally allowed to do that, and he grew out his beard. I remember that from the book, so yeah. I'm glad and, they put that in the game. And that ties into it. Like, that's kind yeah. of part of his, his mission there. Yeah, and it's and it's good, yep. and the because uh, the the expansion or whatever it is that came out, uh, Resurrection, is is set during the Force Awakens. Yeah, and it's her it's her story told around this time, and it's it's I I, I enjoyed it. I I like the story. Yeah, the 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 part with Luke is is tough. It's it's right. just because it, it's just annoying as hell. Well, I just there's uh, let me say this. I actually really enjoy playing the multiplayer with my brother. Um, I don't care about uh, I don't care about progression in the game, yeah. uh, which sucks because I should care, and that should be a big part of the multiplayer. Um, and it, that's terrible. I absolutely hate that. The only thing the game has going for it for me is that it's Star Wars, and that I can play it with my brother, and that sucks. <laughs> like I want to yeah. do progression because I'll play Call of Duty all day long, and that's not Star Wars. Um, and the progression in that is so much better. It actually makes me like. Well, shit! I want to unlock this gun. I want to unlock that. I-, I can get a bounty to unlock this and do this, and I just got to get ten kills with that gun. And then Battlefront doesn't have any of that, and I have no reason to play that game, except because it's Star Wars and I can play with my brother. Yeah, yeah. That sucks. No, I mean, that's and that's a that's an absolutely fair criticism. Yeah, um, and so I, I just I think that. that that game is just—it's been the biggest disappointment for me this year because when it came, when I went to celebration and they talked about it was like oh shit they had a checklist of everything that the fans wanted, and little did we know. And they, and we didn't really get that at all. Uh, <laughs> oh, how embarrassing! Egg uh, on my face. <sighs> but I mean, I think that's you know between that and Horizon Zero Dawn, and I'm I I don't know that might what injustice and maybe that's it <laughs> Justice is good one more game i want to shout out is golf story if you uh, have a switch i was wondering ahead. i was wondering when you were going to get to that yeah it's on my list i don't know why i missed it i talk too much about player unknowns because it's <laughs> it's sitting there right right behind um zelda yeah. uh golf story was just so good i most of these games by the way i didn't finish i still have to finish so these are like my top games that i played that i liked but probably one day we'll finish um yeah. and golf story is one of them golf story is so cool it's so awesome i love how obsessed they are about golf how golf just like like well, i can't do that today i gotta go play golf like they just put every, like the whole world revolves around golf like pokemon <laughs> revolves around pokemon where it doesn't make any sense logically because it's like well you can't just spend your whole life going around collecting animals well just like you should you, but in this game like like oh, it just it goes places because you're your kid. Suddenly it's like fast forward like 20 years and you and you get you wake up and you get a call and it's this woman and you can't tell if it's your mom or your girlfriend because she's like your boxes are over here. You need to get your stuff out of the house. Then you realize, oh, it's your ex or something like that. Um, and, you know, he has this like, well. She's like, so what have you been up to? And he's like, well, I'm getting back into golf. And she's like, well, wh- what? What? You're getting back into golf? You, you, you can tell that was what's why they split up. Anyway, it goes places. I had a <laughs> lot of fun. And then he just his whole life revolves around golf. And it's like this Super Nintendo golf game. Um, and it's it's really fun. Uh, it's a ton of fun that I want to eventually finish. Nice. Yeah. Um, but I think that's it. You know, I played a ton of other games. That's all that, that was where my time 
revolved around last year and i think it'll be way more movies this year because of the movie pass i'll be able to enjoy that a little bit more yeah there you go 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 see coco and it's taking you forever i know when i get my movie pass back maybe i'll just spend money and see it who knows (laughs) um but yeah um so anyway that is it uh we will be back next week uh make sure you go to our itunes give us a review make sure you go to our facebook our facebook group make sure that you go uh to youtube because that's where we're posting these now so if youtube is where how you want to listen to this the episode will be up on youtube um make sure you go to our twitter at uh the logan wit at adam Estep, at we geek podcast um and uh shoot us an email um wegeekpodcast at gmail.com and uh, we'll see you next week captain captain captain